Come on. Yeah, boy. But you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say. Come on. Come on now. Hello, and welcome to show 112 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 112, 112. So, have you got a fact about 112 for us, Duke, this week? Ustroda! Yeah, Is I got that it? Facts 112. I got all sorts of facts. There's a band called 112. Yeah. It's actually pronounced 112. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And the um, European emergency number for police is 112. That is correct. And also, that works from any mobile in any European city or country. So there yeah. You know. Yeah. So there that's very go. useful. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're helping people out. We want to let you know about the truth in the world. Yeah. And also, if you use that from your mobile, it'll connect you for free. It'll find a network wherever you are in Europe. So well, I would hope so. Yeah. So there you go. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Uh, so we. And it's 1122. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. So we have got... Um, it's 111. So we have got Duke here. Hey, it's 110. Oh, shut up with your 11 this and 11 that. God love us. <laughs> we have got Duke here. How's it taste, motherfucker? <laughs> Can you stop yelling at me, please? No, I can't stop yelling, because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice, that was a good one. Deep Blue Sea, they ate me. A f***ing shark ate me. Great Excellent. <laughs> Still one of my favorite bits that David Chappelle's ever done. Yeah, just brilliant. Uh, and we have got Chinny here somewhere. Hello. <laughs> he sounded like he was only just when here then. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's rather apt for tonight, I've got to say. <laughs> Oh my god! This is the best what you're gonna get from me today. <laughs> Hello. Uh, have you got your slave? Have you got your slave there feeding you grapes and stuff? Not, not a slave. Oh, not a slave. Not a slave. That's have illegal. You, have you got? Have you got someone there feeding you grapes? Then I have an employee. Ah. <laughs> what you pay someone to feed you grapes? Yeah. Oh, that's very deverish. That is. Jesus. Yeah. God. Is that in your Winnebago? Uh, it I, looks I, like. A Winnebago, sir. <laughs> I pay them in time spent with me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that, you see. What more could someone ask for? <laughs> oh, God. So, how is everyone? How is everyone? Good. I'm grading papers because I'm behind schedule. Oh, yeah. You've got what parents' evening thing tomorrow. Yeah, that's not the reason why. I can grade papers during that too, but uh, I got <laughs> can, you, behind. can you imagine? Can you imagine if you went to see like, the teacher about your kid? And uh, you know, asking loads of questions, and they're grading papers and just ignore. Well, I'd stop when parents come in, obviously. <laughs> just a minute, I've just got to finish this one first. <laughs> come on, uh, come on. Um, yeah, actually, I've got to start off with a, a, a little apology for last week. Apology, apology, apology time. Because when I listened back to the recording, my voice was a bit weird last week. I don't know whether there was something wrong with my mic or it was too close to my mouth. Uh, that's how you normally sound, Jim. No, it isn't. No. Yeah, wait, apology. I get this. All right, all right, I apologize. It was really, really sorry. All right, go ahead. It was slightly distorted and a bit weird, so I don't no, really know. I say you really sound. No, I didn't. Um, but yes, uh, no, actually, though, what I do want to start off with, do you know, like, we would, you know, on, your, on the Overseas Connection, the other show you're on, um, yes. they, they're giving out 100 points, aren't you? Or you're giving I, I don't know. I don't really pay attention. 
<laughs> and they did a thing, what would you do with your 100 points, right? Now, when I was listening to that, what can you do with your 100 points? You can't do anything with 100 points, really. I wrote in what you can do with 100 points. I know you did. But this week, I'd need 100 points. How weird is that? Because, oh, because I, bought, I bought a card so I could buy Alan Wake, yeah? And I had some points left over from something else. But it, it, it was 90 points short of another 1,200. <clears throat> so now, so now, if I Am Alive is any good when it comes out, I can't actually buy it because I'm 90 points short of having... You can. You just buy more points. <laughs> yeah, why should I have to go out and spend another 17 quid? Because that's the way the economy works, dude. Welcome to real life. But it made me realise how stupid the point system is, that. Because like, I only need 90 points, which is worth what? About a quid. But I'm yeah. going to have to pay £17 and get more points that I don't really need at the moment. Well, save them for next time! Why should I have to? If I go on the PS3, I fucking pay the money that I'm supposed to pay. I don't need to buy a pound. It's just, it's just the money. And it's sorted. It's friggin' annoying. Why it's, do I you know to- what? It's a first world problem. There's a meme for this. It's some white woman crying, and it's like, need to buy my, a video game. We'll end up with some extra Microsoft points. Yeah, but, but it's way... Make it, man. Just believe in yourself. Yeah, Stay but, strong. Yeah, but I'll have 2,010 too many. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, your it's, life it's is not, hard. Just, no, look, for it, look, if I only had like 100, pound, 100 points over at the end of it, I'd be like... You had 100 pounds left over? That'd be a lot of money. Well, yeah, I'm at 100 points. 100 points left over at the end of it. I'd be like, fair enough, whatever. With, With 100 pounds. Whatever, but... Like, it's just ridiculous. You know, I'm beginning to realise how ridiculous that system is. Now, there is rumour... Well, of course it's ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous. And by the way, sorry for swearing, but it did annoy me. But there is rumour that when the new... There is rumour that when the new Xbox comes out, they're going to convert totally over just to cash. There's also a rumour that when it comes out, it's going to be no used games and it's going to destroy your pets... Correct. Now, I hope that rumour is true, because I would much prefer to pay in cash. But then, the problem is, I've got to have my credit card details on the 360, and I've heard lots of issues with that. So, uh-huh. and I've, I think they've got a mind out now, but it still concerns you, doesn't it, when you've heard there's been problems in the past. So, yeah. Oh, so annoyed. So, anyway, that's, that's my griping and moaning out of the way, because I was just a bit annoyed about that. But, um, we have been playing some games this week, hopefully. Have we all been playing games? That's good. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I've been yes. playing video games. Excellent. Everyone done the game logs for this week. Because I have. Yeah. I got yeah. mine right oh. here. You ready? Yep. Excellent. Ginny? Yep. Excellent. So we'll do that beginning in the middle of the show. Uh, we'll do that then. Uh, but let's let's talk some games first. Ginny, we'll come to you first. What have you been doing? Um, oh, I need to write down, write down something. You wait for write me, down. podcast. Podcast <laughs> listeners, wait for me. <laughs> Okay. okay, right. Um, I have played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight demos. Oh my! Wow, Jesus Christ! It'll be four you hours. Get the most demo played oh. this week award. Don't be giving us times and stuff. Not yet. You can save that for later. Don't worry. I am. Uh, I've uh, played other things, but it'll be four hours. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna let you pick four of them. Okay, and then I'll. Talk about the other four on the other thing I do. So you should talk about the ones that I've played too. Okay, so I played Alan Wake. No, 
Yeah, don't talk I, about that. No, well, I'm going to talk because I've. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I bought the game, so I'm still talking about that. I played uh, SSX. Uh, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that because I played that too. So that was that. I'll talk about those two. Okay. Uh, I also played uh, uh, Shank Two. I didn't yeah. play that. Yeah. Eh. Um, I played talk Reckoning that, Kingdoms of Alamor or Reckoning or whatever. Huh? Demo. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that. Uh, I also played. Um, you got one more to choose from, and on, uh, the choices. It's either Shank Two, Bio yeah. Domain, Warp, yeah. the yeah. first Templar, or Puddle. I'd I'd like to hear you talk about Warp because we did Binary Domain when we went to Eurogame. So, oh, yeah, sense. I think Warp. That's what I. What about you, Duke? Sure, why not? Yeah. Right, okay, so um, I'll start with Warp then. Uh, so that's a clever tutorial. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Warp is you're this little alien dude, and it's like an isometric view, and you can walk through little walls, and then eventually walk into objects, and then uh, walk into people, and then blow them up, which is funny. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. I-, I thought that was a pretty clever tutorial, and it was pretty cool. And it definitely felt like I've never done that in any other game before. I yeah. bet you did when you played it, but it, it felt... That was pretty new. original. Uh, but it, it didn't... I, I don't know why. I just didn't really buy, buy it. I don't know why. It's not, it's not sustainable, I don't think, for a, a long time. No. I think the problem, and we talked about this a little bit last week, is like the, the warping stuff was cool, and then they put you in this sort of fixed time scenario running away from some big dude, and I preferred all the warpy, puzzly stuff. I didn't like that yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not so much that, but for me, it was kind of like what, what you're doing isn't as fun as... Because I compare this a lot to Splosion Man. I think yeah. it's very similar to Splosion Man, and Splosion Man, what you're doing there is a lot more fun when you do it. Like, yeah, it's true. The game mechanic and, was... Yeah. I mean, if it, if, you know, this could be good if the puzzles were very clear. It looks like it's trying to be a story, and, and I don't think there's a good story to be had here. So I think if they made the puzzles very clear and it were just about puzzles, that would be one thing. But they, it seems like they're trying to do like ten things at once, and it just gets blurry. So, But I liked it, but I didn't, I didn't buy it. So, warp... Done. Uh, played. I'll talk about uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh I yeah! I can never say it properly. Um, it does remind me of Fireball. Yeah. Where Fireball fa- fails, this definitely uh, doesn't. Where it's the movement, like the the fa- the character in Fireball always feels like floaty and disconnected from the the world that it's in. Yeah. And like, even when it runs, it doesn't look like it's running on the ground. It just looks like it's kind of like flo- floating over it. Um, this didn't, you know, you, you actually felt like a, a character in the game. The combat yeah. was good. Um, the, the inventory UI was really good as well. Because uh, yeah. I don't like, you know, hawks and elves and wizards and shit. But, like, I, I like this. Um, and, yeah, what were else to do? Yeah, I didn't like the, ma- the fact that the map doesn't move with you in the, the, yeah. in kind of, like, the mini map. I don't like that. Um, the animations in the conversations are pretty bad. Um, but like the, the great thing about the first dungeon is it, t- it shows you like a bit of the combat here and there, and then it gives you a boss, and you get to use all the different aspects yeah. of the combat that you used on that boss in such a sh- short space, and it felt really good. Uh, so I really like that. When I, fa- when I fa- fought the boss, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. So I, I really liked it. I didn't expect to. Yay! Yeah, I mean, it, it's not your kind of game, is it, really? But not really, no. Yeah, it's good. Um, 
Oh, if it the wins, is, it, that, winning. The only thing yeah. is, it's never going to get played by me anytime soon because you've got Skyrim that I still haven't kind of got into properly. You've got Mass Effect, which I'll take priority over any other RPG. Yeah. Um, so this this is going to take a bit of a backseat, really. So for me personally, it's just bad timing. I know for other people that got sick of Skyrim and they was waiting for another RPG, this is perfect. But I uh, I, I thought this was this was good, but not good enough for me to kind of go out and get it straight away. Yeah. So yeah, but I was surprised I liked it at all, to be honest, because you know, yeah, you know me and these games. Um, go on then, Stu. Let's talk about Alan Wake. Yeah, let's talk Alan Wake. I finished it. All right, I'll see you guys in about 10 minutes. I started and finished it in two sittings. I did what you did last week with Uncharted. The interesting thing about that is... Um, Go ahead. How many hours, Stu? Uh, Five and a half it took me. It was about five and a half hours altogether. because I played the demo and I I, I, I thought it was okay, but I didn't think it was as polished as... Now, it's interesting, really. I, I agree, but then... You've got to understand it's 1.3 gigs for the whole. It's tiny, you know, for a game of that sort of magnitude. And the, I, I'll be honest with you, right? When I sort of say, I've got 1.3 gigs, how the hell are they going to do like a fullish size game for that sort of file size? Because that's small, isn't it? Um, so I think, I think as a result, they've cut back on the graphics slightly. It's, it's got a different kind of art style somehow. Um, doesn't look quite as realistic. No. It's, it's a little bit more cartoony in a way, almost. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Almost a bit cartoony. But I've got to say, I think the voice acting of the Alan Wake alter ego in the TVs is just brilliant and absolutely freaky. Um, as you as you move through the game, some of the stuff this guy does, you know, you're, he's like the dark half of you and he does some pretty crazy shit. Uh, and it's, it's quite... Um, voyeuristic in a way it makes you feel like he's including you in what he's up to you know he's, he's almost making you complicit in well, the, in the, the demo he like he, he's got somebody tied up isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but he gets so progressively worse the stuff that he does well he killed this person so yeah it gets worse than that though he does yeah. he does even sort of worse things than that and he makes you like say you feel complicit in what he's up to and that's uh it's quite a clever trick that's used in films quite a lot like funny games was a good example of that uh where he made you feel complicit in what's going on on screen and uh yeah i felt quite disturbed in a way a little bit disturbing i liked it i liked it but i, I don't know i didn't i didn't get excited about it i didn't um finish playing it and go i've got to i've definitely have to buy it um, yeah i, I did I did. Well, obviously I did, because I did. But it's, I, I don't want to give any spoilers, and it's really difficult, but there's only three areas in the game that you're playing for the whole game. Right. Is, it, is it, I mean, is it like a side story? Is it like, does it follow on? I got the impression that it is kind of like a sidestep, and then Alan Wake 2 will just kind of carry on from Alan Wake 1. Yeah, this has, as far, it is slightly linked to the main story, but it has no real relevance. It's, it's an episode of the Night Spring show, basically, that you're stuck in. Yeah. And at the end of this one, it goes, it's not an ocean, it's an inland body of water, more like a bay. It does, it does go some way to explaining a bit more of the Alan Wake story, though, so it does actually clarify some stuff. It definitely does that, and uh, it, it's it's in the Alan Wake universe, and the, you are. Well, I would hope so. Well, it is still part of <laughs> actually in the Mickey Mouse universe. It is sort <laughs> of 
part of the main story. It's it's a bit of what happened to you after the end of Alan Wake, so where you went to. <laughs> Again, I would hope so. Um, but I liked it. I liked it. I, I thought he did a really good job. But the strongest part of it for me, his voice acting, Alan Wake's, and the you know his alter ego in the telly was really good. The incidental characters was a bit weak. You know, the sort of the secondary characters. I didn't. I think they could have got some better voice actors for that, and I was a bit disappointed with with that. Uh, but I think the combat's definitely tightened. It feels a lot more sort of tight and easy to sort of aim and and take enemies out. They've they've added in new enemies, but they get a bit repetitive towards the end of the game, and it, it, there's a lot of rinse repeat at the end, uh, which is a bit of a shame. But I think as an experiment and as a direction that I'd like to see arcade titles going in, this is definitely what I think developers should be doing, really. You know, I think a five and a half hours for twelve hundred points is pretty good. I haven't tried the arcade mode yet, um, so I don't know how that's going to go. It's just endless tractors attacking you, and you just see how long you can hang on. Well, it's they, they don't do much of that. You'll be pleased to know there is. Oh, thank God. There is. I'm not be pleased or displeased. I'm not going to this stupid game. There's only two. Like two pieces of farm equipment that attack you. It's not farm but there's two where you have to use that sort of mechanic. But it's not. It's definitely they've, they've obviously either thought you know maybe people didn't like that too much. There are vehicles and things flying at you, but you don't have to fight any of them. So stuff gets hurled at you and things, but you don't have to fight it. So that's kind of good. Um, but no, I I overall really really enjoyed it. You know, it was a little bite sized chunk. You know, and I felt totally compelled to finish it in two sittings you know and i I enjoyed it and i had fun with it uh as a deep experience it's not there but i think you know some of the voice acting the story stuff was quite cool and yeah overall i was really impressed with it so chinny does this mean you're not gonna buy it then i won't buy it yet i'll buy it um, special maybe special yeah when it goes on some kind of sale uh i'll probably get it but i won't buy it now nothing really Nothing about it like kind of hooks me in as much as the first one did. No, I think uh, I think if you love the first one though, I think I think you would enjoy it, and I think people who really like the Alan Wake universe will enjoy this because I did. You know, I thought it was a, a nice little extension to the story, uh, but definitely not an Alan Wake two. But it's it's definitely a nice story for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Here, wait. Do that one more time, Chinny. When will you buy this game? When it's on special. I'm special. <laughs> Excellent! Yay, Ralph Wiggum. Well done. <laughs> um, and what was the other one you said you you was going to talk about? What was that? Um, SSX. Oh yeah, SSX. Oh yeah. Yeah, we all played that. Yeah, yeah. This was really good. Yeah. It was really good. I was very impressed. That that was another good tutorial as well. Yeah. Uh, with the a little diving. implausible to have the person constantly falling down. Yeah, that that wasn't high enough oh, to fall for that long. <laughs> yeah, it seems very <laughs> physically improbable. It must have been the wind resistance on the bottom of the snowboard that did it slowed yeah. him down. <laughs> exactly. um, but do you know what? Do you know what my first thought? Because I don't, I don't do the skateboarding games and all that kind of stuff. My first thought was, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and I can do it as well. I didn't feel like I was incapable of doing it. You know? And you had your choice between the buttons and the right stick. Yeah, which did you choose? I did the buttons. Did buttons. you do the stick? Buttons. No, I did the buttons. How funny is that? None of us chose the stick. 
Because sticks are stupid. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what I kept doing? I kept thinking that the stick was controlling the camera, so I tried to look to the left, and instead I ended up doing stupid tricks. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, I never really touched it. I just kept my fingers on the buttons. Come on. But um, I'll tell you one thing I really liked about this game was uh, the music. Uh, the whole yeah. interaction with the music and when you're in the air and everything like that. I thought that was great. Really liked it. It controlled well. It was pretty hard, though. Yeah, I found it to be pretty tough. Like when, you, especially when you was racing against other people. Who? Yeah, because you were right in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta beat Chinny." Yeah. Well, unless you two have been on it since, I beat both your asses by about ten are you, seconds. Are you? Beat, you play my ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. I didn't yeah. know that because I obviously must have played it before you two. Then you oh. did. I. You. You both had times it when I played it. So, oh, right. yeah, yeah, I beat both your asses, I did. <laughs> so I was just trying to do well, tricks. So I, to beat me. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to be the fastest. I was trying to get the last points, and I was like... Oh, you see, that's a, that's a trick, because it almost tells you not to do that, because he says this is all about the time, so don't bother with the it. tricks. Did, yeah. yeah, but the tutorial's like, here's all these tricks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not about that. It's about you don't need a tutorial for that. You Go do, fast, push up on the stick. You do need to do the tricks to do the boosting. Did you use the boosting? The boosting makes a big difference. Uh, the right trigger. So when you pull the right trigger, you build it up like a nitro, almost, right. but on snowballs. I guess I have done that. No, yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that makes a big difference. <laughs> all these glitches and cheats. Uh, it makes a big difference. It's not a glitch. That's just the way you play the game. <laughs> I just like getting a rise out of you by calling glitches. <laughs> What do you like? Yeah, so I'm like a guy who likes to get rid of rise out of you. Why? Why don't you just like learn to play the game better next time? Maybe help. What game? I don't play games. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've with both of you. I thought it was really cool to pull off the trick, and I like the the biggest thing I liked about it was the self leveling thing. So as soon as you let go of all the buttons, he would they would always land properly, and I was like, brilliant. That's exactly yeah. That's what I as long as you let go of the stick in time. Yeah, because I do a trick. I'm gonna do a little more. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, Crash. that's not. But like, I mean, you can still kind of try and level it yourself. But because um, yeah. if you do a self-level thing, it takes a while to get to it. So you can still try and do it yourself. So I thought that was. A and nice the thing I like about this, because a while ago I got that game amped or stoked or whatever it was, some game on a mountain, and it was so it was. I, I, I suppose it's realistic is the way to describe it. It felt like it was really like, you know, you didn't get much rise off of a snowed bank or whatever it is. And this game is totally arcadey. It's like, go flying 100 miles up in the air and do 100 million crazy tricks, spinning the board around and flipping over. And it's just silly. It's like, yeah, that's what I want in a game like this. Well, it's like that quad bike game. What was that called? The one from um, the British developer? Pure. Pure. It's like that on a snowboard. Is what I thought. And also, I mean, you know, we were talking about realism. You know, like some poor dude's been up in them mountains putting those rails everywhere for about five years. Well, yeah. <laughs> in every resort. I just thought it was brilliant. I thought it was like a Disney Park ride. You know what I mean? It was, I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And I think, I think the weirdest thing for me is not a game that I would normally be that interested in, but I'm pretty no. interested in it. I liked it. I'll definitely. I'll probably get it used. I don't think I'll go buy it new. But I mean, it is. It, it also feels like that shouldn't be a retail game. You know what I mean? Like I don't know those sports games. It feels like it's a bit much to ask for forty quid or sixty dollars for one of those games. I don't know. I, I think that's a bit harsh, really, because I think it's a really poly- and it's nice to have something that isn't a shooter or isn't an action adventure oh, sure. game or isn't a role playing. You know, it's something 
different, you know, and I feel like I need something different at the moment. So I was quite, it might be something I might buy, actually, you know, I may, I may well go ahead and buy it. I liked it. I really liked it a lot. What about you, Chini? Is this something you're going to buy? Rent. Is a rental for you? Rental. Yeah. But it's good. Really good. It's, it is really good. It's very, it's, um, you know, it's a well-deserved, uh, well, uh, I mean, the, good, the, you know, the greatest thing, what, what they seem to have done is taken all the best bits of all the other type of games like that. So, you know, like the racing game with the, the ghosts, so you can, you know, you're racing the ghosts of the other, you know, your people off your friends list, you know, yeah. and, and also the ghost of the bronze, silver and gold, so you can sort of see what you need to do to get the fastest. And also it shows the lines, which I thought was really cool, you know, which, which lines they yeah. take, so you can try and replicate yeah. them. So I thought that was kind of cool. But then it has like the Trials HD timer on the top so you can always see who the next person is who you have to beat. So and it you can rewind that. as well. You can rewind like you can in Forza. It's almost like they looked at all the best sports games and driving games out there and said, right, let's incorporate all of these into this. Well, it's you know, been a while since it, like, a decent snowboarding games come out, so I suppose like, just, they had a lot of uh, new features to kind of put in. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think I think they've done a brilliant job. I think they've sort of looked so, at yeah, look what everyone else is doing and gone right. Let's you know, and it doesn't matter to replicate stuff out of other games if it works within that environment. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, like the Kings of Amalur. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that from everywhere. Yeah, and it's like another similar thing to that, isn't it? You know, it's just like let's take all this stuff, stick it all in there, and let's see what happens. I think we're the only podcast to um, compare Kingdoms of Amalur. To SSX, yeah, exactly. Ever, <laughs> that's that's why we're special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I closed it. Dang it. Where is it? Here we go. That's why we're special. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, load you stupid. The <laughs> on special teams. I'm special. <laughs> Your timing is impeccable as always, Duke. <laughs> that's my uh, timing is. Impeccable. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, anything else you need? So what about full games? So there are your demos out of the way. Lots of demos. What else have you played? Anything else? Uh, what else have I played? I played a little bit of today. Those are the demos. I've punched every demo, right? Yes. Well, the four that you was going to, to mention on here. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. So I played another game today. Right. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am um, grading papers, and this student wrote in this story that she wrote, the smell of his cologne mixed with the fresh forest air. But she misspelled it, and so instead the sentence reads, the smell of his colon mixed <laughs> with the fresh forest air. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, Spelling matters, people. Oh, my wow. God. I've got a feeling you're going to be using that as an example for many years. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what, Duke? I always thought you was a bit of a woman, by the way. What? See, uh, multitasking you know doing two things at once there you go some men can multitask well not not many it, men uh, can that multitask. Was a male female thing yeah it's a it's a female thing multitasking oh uh, okay men can only concentrate on one thing at a time which will probably happen because you'll that zone out from? why is <laughs> exactly. this thing on my head exactly hey, it's tony Kendall. Uh... So, Chitty, yes. Um, so, what, anyway. What, what was it? You did mention another game before Duke started laughing hysterically. Yeah, I, I started playing um, Human Revolution. What's it? Deus Ex Human ah, Revolution today. Have so. you not played that at all before? No. God, how weird is that? I, I thought you'd played that. How weird. <laughs> no. No. Um, it's, I've, only, I've only started it. I'm like the first tutorial and first mission in. And um, it definitely grew on me. 
And by the time I switched it off, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy this game. I really do. Uh, I always... The only problem with these games, and like anything like Splinter Cell or anything, is that I, I always think I'm doing it wrong. Yep. You know what I mean? I always think that I'm not playing it right, or I don't kill the right people, or... If a siren's not going it. off and there aren't 20 people trying to shoot you, you're not doing it wrong. I feel like... Uh, I always discover things backwards as well. I say, I'll go yeah. in this room. You go, oh, there was a vent, and I could have gone this way. And ah, oh, this would have been so much easier. The key to the winning of everything is in this room. Damn. And I, I bypassed it. So I always feel like I'm doing it wrong. But I like the fact, you know, that the police station is like the hub. And now yeah. I've got like two options of two missions, and I have like a third kind of side mission. And like you have different options. We'll see how the options pan out. I don't know how they're going to pan out. But. Yeah, I'd, I'd, it'd be, it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. I, I like the look of it. I think it's interesting in light of the conversation you had on the Overseas Connection re- regarding role-playing games, because I got some criticism for including this as an RPG in, the, in our end-of-year poll and stuff. But I think you play a role in this game more than most other games, because, for instance, as you, as you know, and a minor spoiler here, but at the very beginning of the game, you know, you get your first mission, first main mission. Yeah. And you have you have an option to go and save some hostages. Yeah, and you can I'll either do it. it out. Yeah, you can either do it or you don't. Well, you have to find them, and that's the thing. But interestingly, now this is this is where it gets quite interesting. It, I got there too late, and they were all dead. Right, so I sort of messed it all up. Now my friend, he um, he finished the game and then started playing it a second time through, and he did that first bit totally totally differently. And I forgot what he did, but he did something, and they ended up dead, but it wasn't in a normal way. And I think that game changes a lot, dependent on the decisions you make. And also, you know, when we're talking about playing roles, you know, you can either play that as a stealthy sort of sneak-around assassin type, or you can play it as an all-guns-blazing type, or you can play it as a bit of both. You know, I think you play a role in that game more so than most what you would consider a traditional RPG, really. I think, yeah, you might, you, yeah, you might have a point. I just... Um... You do, you know, you do make some choices and um, kind of uh, have to make some decisions and tough decisions. Not not black and white, you know. It's they're they're a little bit more complex than that. But uh, so far, I'd have to say that the the main character, um, Adam, someone, whatever his name is, he um, Adam Jensen, I think it is. Yeah, Adam Jensen. I couldn't, I couldn't, he had complaints, didn't he, about like his voice and how grovelly it is. And at first I was like, oh, that's not that bad. But it's, it's when he's interacting with other people, like, like this guy who's apparently his, his friend goes, oh, can you help me out? I'm having a tough spot. And he goes, yeah, what is it? You know, like, and you, like this is your friend, you know, you, you don't talk, it's like when Batman talks to uh, the commissioner in, in Dark Knight Rises, no, sorry, the Dark Knight, and he's, He's just talking in his Batman voice, and he's like, "Who are you trying to scare now? You're in the police station. There's no one around. Like, and you're talking like Batman. It's just weird. Uh, and I, I feel like he, he puts on that grovelly voice unnecessarily sometimes, and it's strange. It's a strange it's, voice. You see, my biggest complaint about Deus Ex because I enjoyed it, and ne- I'll never finish it now because I played about bloody twenty five, thirty hours. And then obviously my PS3 broke and I lost my save file and I cannot what, what, be hard. Oh, I, I can't be hard. It's a long game that. then. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big game. How long is Rage? Uh, Rage probably about ten, twelve-ish, I oh, guess. Right. Not too long. Well. Maybe I should play them both at the same time. Not too long. Uh, Rage. I think Rage you could probably get through a bit quicker if you wanted to. 
If you if you just ignored all the crappy side missions, you could get through that game pretty quick, I would think. Okay. Um, but yeah, Deus Ex. I, my biggest issue was the cardboard cut out secondary characters and incidental characters around the city. Because they had two lines and they did the same animation over and over again. And in, in the city, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just felt like I wanted to feel like I was part of that world and it took me out of it every time I saw, every time I walked past the break dancers doing exactly the same moves that they were doing when I walked past them two hours earlier. Do you know what I mean? And, and you know, with, with something like Skyrim, people move around and do other stuff, you know, and yeah. are on obviously random patterns and what have you. In, yeah. in Deus Ex, like, you know, the enemies are on obviously patterns because it's a stealthy game and that's what they do, you know, on, on patrols and all that sort of stuff. And, but they occasionally do something different, but not very often. But the characters in the cities and stuff are even worse because they literally just do the same things over and over again. And they have just two lines of dialogue and that is it, each one. Mm. And if you talk to them again, they just say the same thing again and again and again. And it's, and it's that gravelly voice. It's hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can't. I don't even know if that was a question or or a declarative statement. I'm not joking. I can't. I really can't understand anything that you are saying. Nothing. Have you have you been to the doctor lately? Because I think you may have a very severe case of throat cancer. Throat cancer. Um. But that's only a minor criticism because the rest of the game was fun to play and, and the shitty boss fights, but you'll get past those. Just get. All oh, right. I forgot about those shitty yeah. boss fights. Thanks for that. Um... <laughs> hey, get ready because you know what's. <laughs> yeah. Did but Duke apart from that. Okay. Did Duke cut off? No, no. I think he's just carrying on grading papers, maybe. <laughs> I didn't cut off. What are you talking about? <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it's it's good so far. I like it, yeah. But I don't know twenty hours of it, maybe not. And the whole like you have three bullets when you kill somebody is like what? You know, bullets are scarce in this game. No, they're not. They're not as you get into it. Oh well, in my experience, they were. <laughs> Duke, a hundred bullets is scarce <laughs> for you. That isn't enough ammo for you to do anything. Deep. Yeah, look, I'm not gonna lie. I I'm, I have trouble managing my ammo, but you know. It depends. How, it depends how you play, Chini, because. I didn't kill anyone until I got to my first boss fight, really. I killed a couple of people at the beginning. Bragging. But I, you, I use a stun gun more and stuff like that and stealthy stuff, which is more fun anyway. I found that far more rewarding than just... I'm, a, I'm kind of playing it stealthy until... I, I'm playing it like a really bad spy. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm been over stuffing. <laughs> right, so basically, I'm, I'm stealthy until I get seen, and then I'll just shoot the, the place up. Right, um, and then because it's it doesn't take long for me to be seen. I kill my first person. I'm shocked if I don't get seen. To be honest, I, I try and I try and wait. I says like he's looking over there. He's looking. No one can see me. Kill him, and then there's a guy right next to him, and he's going, um, "You're not you're not authorized to be here killing him right now, are you?" <laughs> uh, so, oh uh, yeah, I'm hanging. I got my uh, badge. Hold on. Oh, where is it? <clears throat> I have my killing random guard <laughs> badge here, next to my your next badge. Um, yeah. So I, I always feel like I'm doing it wrong, and then look, the choices are made pretty much led to because I found the hostages. There's, you know, there's some hostages that you have to find pretty yeah. much at the first at the beginning. And I found them, and I knew that I couldn't go through the door because they were shouting, "Don't go through the door!" 
you'll trigger the bomb. And I thought, hey, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm switched on here. I don't think I should be going through that door. You know, I just don't guess. Um, and I could see the vent where it, what goes into the room, and I could see the vent above it, but I didn't know how to get there. And I went, you know, I'm busy, so you just sit tight. Uh, so I didn't save them. And then I, I ended up like kind of screwing the whole end of the mission as well. Uh, so I'm just a really bad spot in this. I've decided by the end of my first mission, I was like, I'm just going to be really shit at this job. So are you those technological implants? So are you like the Johnny English of Deus Ex? Then is that I what you so, say? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of yeah. hostages, I feel good tonight. I really do. I finally got something I always wanted, and uh, that's important. It really is. I finally got some uh, hostages. <laughs> Well, you see so many people with hostages nowadays, and you say, Hey, I'd like some, too. (laughs) So I've got uh, three of them. They're really nice people. We're getting along great. They're tied in a sack (laughs) inside at the top of the flagpole. And I'm going to blow them up at midnight, too. (laughs) Unless, of course, I get my three demands. 100,000 in cash. Getaway car. And I want the letter M stricken from the English language. (laughs) So you have to make one crazy demand. That way, if you get caught, you can plead insanity. (laughs) Getaway car. (laughs) Uh, Sorry uh, for you. Just had to play that. Who was that for the list? Steve Martin. Oh, was that Steve oh, Martin? Really? really? Yeah. Steve Martin was a great stand-up back in the day. If people haven't heard his comedy albums, Let's Get Small, not... Comedy Is Not Pretty, and Wild and Crazy Guy, they're awesome. I didn't recognize his voice at all. Yeah. Jesus. He sounded uh, really different, but he's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm a really bad spy in Human Revolution <laughs> Deus Ex. That's, that's the yeah. gist of that. And the, the, the other thing I didn't like about that game is the, the battery things. Um. Yeah. And the, the, the you kind of yeah, I mean, you take somebody else out, out. Uh, you take somebody <laughs> out, and like it runs a battery down. Yeah, and and like I'm just like WTF? What the hell? I'm supposed to be this badass, and it runs a battery down. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing is, you know, he should have done an infamous thing. You know, you can just charge up against some electri- anything yeah. electrical or something. You know, would have made more sense. You know, I mean, it is a super augmented, superhuman soldier dude. You oh, know. Yeah. And it, they know. should make a game where it's like more open world and you can charge yourself electrically. Yeah, that would yeah. Be cool. and, and, and surely, right? If you, to the point where I want every game to be open world now. I'm like, what is this linear shit? Yeah, and to be fair, right? If he's a superhuman augmented and they spend gazillions <laughs> of dollars, you know, making Which his suit. can only go this yeah. one special yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could have done something with nuclear fusion or something so you didn't have to bother charging your battery. But unfortunately, we, we ran out of funds, so you've just got a battery, yeah. mate. Sorry. And you're also <laughs> going into the building with 20 bullets. <laughs> yeah, and, also, and we can only afford to give you two bullets. <laughs> we can give you blades in your elbows, but if you want to punch through that wall, you've got to buy it yourself. That's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculous stuff. Why you want that? I don't know. Well, that's why it's a game. <laughs> it's a game. Yeah, it's a game. And, uh, yes. they, if they give you all that at the start, then it wouldn't be fun. So uh, I get that. It's, it's, I'm enjoying it. Al. I think it's going to be good. So stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Okay, Duke, what have you been up to? I've been up to many, many things. First of all, I've been playing some iPod games. Uh, uh, there's a great you know, site called... Before you go on, right, I am almost 
positive, right? When I used to talk about iPod games, I used to get topped off by Duke. <laughs> hey, shut up, Duke. Like every week since he's had it, that's all he's talked about. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's because I'm awesome. I know, yeah. Go on, carry on. Carry on. Right, so there's a really good website. If people haven't been to it, it's called freeapprreport.com. And they update it every day with what's new and free on the iPod, iPhone, iPad. So check them out. There's some good stuff on there. Um, one of the games I got is called Drop the Chicken. It's very silly. It's, it's clear that it wants to be Cut the Rope, but it's not as cool as Cut the Rope. But it's the same basic idea, except instead of things hanging from a rope, you have a bunch of chickens just dropping from the top of the screen, and you have to arrange bouncy things and conveyor belts and wooden walls in order to keep them from crashing into bombs and stuff, and then eventually, hopefully, they drop into the little nest at the bottom of the screen. It's very silly, but it's fun, and it's worth the free that I paid for it. Uh, there's also a game called Treasure Defense, which is a sort of bog-standard tower defense game, uh, but it's cool. I like it, and then one of the things I really like about it is as the bad guys are running through the little path, uh, you can, if you've built up enough, like, in addition to the building of towers, you can also, as you destroy the bad guys, you are gaining money, which you can use to build more towers, obviously, and you're also building, like, magic points, and you can use the magic points to, like, zap a bad guy. So if he gets through your tower system, then you can still, like, zap him. You can do something at the moment, which is really nice, because I hate that feeling in tower defense games where you, you, you're watching the bad guys go through, and if they get through, you're just like, well, what can I do? He got through. Like, that's the end of it. Hmm. So, anyway, there's that. <laughs> I know people uh, want to put uh, something in. I, it's hard to interrupt me, so I like to pause and let people comment. <laughs> it made me think, oh, I forgot about another game. But I'm going to move on now, because I don't really care what other people think. Who's the diva now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on, carry on. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, go on, carry Say on. It. Say it. No, no just, just, just forget it. It's I'm too late now. Yeah, just forget it now. Yeah, the moment's play, gone. I've been playing another Terry Defense game, but I'm not going to mention it because I have another podcast to do. Yeah, yeah, do it on there. It's fine. Go on, There's carry no on. Thing. Carry There's on, dude. That sounds anything like that. Are you, are you speaking bat? <laughs> carry on. Uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, SSX demo. Oh, this was so cool. Wait. We talked about that. Carry on. The binary domain demo. Oh, my God. This what? game sucks. Did you see, I quite liked it at Eurogame. Oh, I thought it was kind of cool. I hated it. The cover mechanics are hideous and sticky and stupid. The uh. dialogue was right out of the room. At one point, because there was this thing where you could put on the headset and talk to your teammates, right? Yeah. So I was like, hey, shoot that guy. And they said, later on. I was like, what is that, later on? No, I- do no. By the way, did I mention it was Japanese? Oh, God. <laughs> you can definitely tell that it comes from Japan. Um, really? Whatever. The robots appeared from nowhere, and then one of them just showed up behind me and killed me instantly. Yeah. I was like, screw this. I'm done with this. Look, but t- let's, let's be honest, you, right? On a scale of 1 to 10, the chances of you liking this was a 1. Oh, you know, I like Vanquish, okay? I thought this was going to be another Vanquish. It's oh. not another Vanquish. It's not even close. So don't I'll give me that. that. Oh, you were never going to like it in the first place. I'm never going to like it anyway. Go on, carry on. Whatever. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> oh, Duke, I kind of liked it. Shut up, detective from the 40s. Um, Kingdoms of Amalore. I've been playing a lot of this, and it's still a great game. Uh, I'm, I'm getting some negative moments here and there, though. Uh, for instance, I know, like the wall, man. After 25 hours, I'm hitting the wall. Um, there's... 
a mini map, or you know, and even the the full map. You hold it over a city to fast travel there. It will tell you there's a blacksmith here. There's an alchemy uh, table here. There's a gem craft table here. There's a shop. But they don't tell you what kind of shop it is. It might be a shop that only sells shards for gems. Or it might be a shop that sells health potions you need to not die. I really wish there were a reliable place I could go to know exactly here's where you go to get health potions. But you just sort of got to try it out. It's really annoying. Yeah. Um, there was a really stupid dignitaries quest where you have to go and meet. Most of the quests are go to this place, talk to that guy, come back here and report back to me. Or go to this place, kill that guy. Or go to this place and collect these things, whatever. Generally speaking, if you don't pay attention to the dialogue, you're going to be fine. But this quest, apparently I was supposed to be listening to what everybody said. Because the quest is like figure out how these people want to enter the dining room or whatever it is. Who knows? I wasn't even paying attention. So you go and talk to them. They're like, oh, I don't want to be in front of Lord Foggermammer. And I'm like, okay. And then the next person, you go to Lord Foggermammer, and he's like, I want to be behind Lady Simmonsmer, but in front of uh, Sir Grimmplur. And, I, and then I get so back. Get, uh, so, so, so they like put in like a Professor Layton puzzle in the middle of an RPG. Is that I what guess. And then I go back to the person <laughs> who gave me the quest. And he goes, so who should be in what order? I'm like, what? I don't know. And it's like, choose the names and the order they should be. And I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't even close to paying attention. And he's like, hmm, that doesn't sound right at all. And then it goes, quest failed. So did you get another go at it? No, it was just quest failed. And that was the end of it. <laughs> Brilliant. And I was like, I don't even care. Who gives a shit? Go away. And they should tell you before you start that quest. Like, you're going to need to pay close attention to what they say or something like that. Because yeah, I assumed I mean, it was just go visit them and then that's it. You know, who knows? They spend all this time recording all this dialogue for games, right? And then they should make sure they tell people to listen to it. Cause be, I know. Be I don't practice. listen to it anyway. Because they, they do that thing where you can't turn subtitles off when you're having conversations with NPCs. So I'm always reading the text. I'm always going to read the text. People do that when you have subtitles on. That's why you have to be able to turn subtitles off. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm not in this game very well. I, I looked at the demo and now I don't, I don't want to play it now. <laughs> yeah, but it's only because Duke doesn't listen. <laughs> I don't what? Listen, there you go. Oh, you made me do it. <laughs> if he doesn't listen, I certainly ain't. Yeah, you, you, you'll be just totally switched off. What's that? Just skip, 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 skip. <laughs> yeah. um, the cursor, when... Okay, so let's say your, your, your objective is on a particular city or a village, right? And you want to fast travel to that village. Well, there's the icon for the village, and there's the icon for the objective. And you can't fast travel to an objective, right? The problem is, when you go to the map to go to that village, it locks onto the objective, and it's right on top of the village. So it's really hard to get your cursor on the village and not the objective. And you're like, come on, man, fighting with the cursor. And you're like, ah! And you can't zoom in or out or anything. So you can, I mean, you can zoom out, but that doesn't help. No, you can't zoom in any closer, though, so you can get them nope. more separate. That's stupid. Nope. So, yeah, that was kind of annoying. But, I mean, whatever. It's not that big a deal. Um... And then we had the Battlefield 3 Playdate. That was a lot of fun. We had SKX Nemesis, and we had Nick Nitrous, and we had JC Meister, and Major Chavez, and Murphy's Law from the Overseas Connection. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. 
And we also had a guy from Reddit, Corruption249, so thanks to him for coming by. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. I put out a little announcement on Reddit and said, hey, people, come on, check it out. Because there's an Xbox 360 uh, forum on Reddit, and I was like, hey, people. Because a lot of times people come up there and they're like, hey, I need friends from my friend list. And I'm like, I'm always like, hey, come to the Veteran Gamers, man. We're cool people. We'll play with you. There you go. Excellent. And then the other thing I've been playing is Borderlands because we, uh, you know, that that trailer came out for Borderlands. Yeah, and if people haven't seen it, you should go to the website veterangamers.co.uk. It's a pretty freaking sweet website, and that trailer looks really good. Yeah, is it good? Have you, you not seen the trailer? Yeah, sorry, but I was what I should have said. Do you think it's going to be good? Should I say? Oh, it's going to be awesome! It made me so like excited about the game, and so Could I had to go back a, and play some more Borderlands One. Could you make it like a breakdown version of that trailer? Do you think? I would love to see a breakdown version. Yeah, of that. you definitely could. But I don't know anybody who has the skills. Yeah, you need some. Play. You would need some really quality editing and commentary skills in order to uh, really because it's a very fast paced trailer mm, so mm, you, i would mm, really want somebody mm. to be able to like slow it down and analyze things in detail yeah that, that would help that would help oh come on let's kick out come on everybody kick me out i'm dancing i'm dancing to me to me it looks more of the same but then i'm okay with that <laughs> that's what you want isn't it yeah and okay. four people fit in a car that's really good i like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but, the yeah i think it's gonna be good it's just gonna be more sort of borderlands fun yeah, stuff yeah. I'll tell you this, though. We talked about the junk option in the loot management oh, for yeah. Kingdoms of Amalur. Man, I miss that now that I'm playing Borderlands. Because I'll pick up a gun, and then it's, I go to sell. You know, I'll pick up a bunch of guns, and then I go to a shop. And I'm like, look at all these guns I have. Which ones did I want to keep? And which ones, uh, I need the junk option. Come on, man. Yeah, that, I mean, that is very, very handy, isn't it? You know, it does make a massive yes, difference. But I was thinking, actually, you know, I didn't, in some ways, I didn't expect it to be a lot different than, than the original Borderlands. It may be. I mean, we're only making a judgment based on a trailer, but... You're making a judgment. Well, yeah. But they've been, you know, working on Aliens, Colonial Marines, which is supposedly coming out this year as well, so... Coming out this year? It is. No, apparently it is, if even the date for release. Well, we'll see. I mean, no, anything can happen. What's the two- coming out this year? Uh, Aliens, Colonial Marines. It's, it's yeah, that'll come out. Yeah, it's been given the date. So, I mean, the thing is, if they're working on both games simultaneously, you, you, something's got to give. And and to me, they sort of just do more of the same rather than spending too much time making it different. I don't want it to be different. I yeah, want exactly. So that's fine. With the junk option. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a junk option just for you. Yeah. Just for you. And then... Uh, I also downloaded some more games from Free App Report. One called Burn Bri- Burning Bridges. One called War of Species. And I thought there was another one, but I can't find it. Oh well, never mind. That's it. That's me done. I'm all done. Is that you? Done. All done. Well, thanks for that, Duke. I guess I'll uh, talk about the other stuff I played because we've talked about some of it already. I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. So Alan Wake, that's done. SSX, that's done. Uh, yeah. Oh, Academy. I've been playing tons of that again this week. I've got four players on the go at the moment, so four different oh, snap. with. And honestly to God, I can't stop playing it. I'm just playing so much of that game, and I'm conning other people into playing it with me. What so is it? What game? Hero Academy is called. Oh, right. That's the it's, yeah, it's just like chess, I guess, but not. It's, it's not as deep as chess, but there are a lot of tactics, and... 
Um, Quidgybo Jones I'm playing with at the moment. We played a game where it went, because you get something like, I think it's about 25 mo- like twenty five additional things at the beginning. So every time you use a, an item or a person and put them on the board, it, it refills it with something else at random. Uh, and you get 25 of those, I think it is, at the beginning of a game. But we actually went down to non-left. So I had no, you know, like Scrabble tiles, you know, there was none left to come out. So that was it. We were down to our last few people. Uh, and I clinched a win, and I was proper impressed because it was a real to and throw game. You know, it was uh, yeah, it was it was very satisfying. You know, and it, it has that. I think I think the more I'm playing it, the more tactics are coming into play. You know, it's not as sort of straightforward as it first appears, mm-hmm. uh, but it's great. I mean, that, that game lasted about four days. You know, that went on forever. So, yeah, yeah really, really good. Um, but, yes, I was, I was sent a code from... Um, Derek Reeve was sort of sent out a, an email saying that they had codes available for Smash and Survive, which is a PSN game. Uh, so, you know, asking for a review for it. So I thought I'd give it a whirl, you know, see what yeah. it's like, if it's any good. And, unfortunately, it's not very good. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Have you written the review? Not yet. Not yet, oh, but I, I know I will be doing though. Um, I haven't played enough really to do a full review of it yet. So I've only I've played it for about two hours. So I'll be honest in your review, Stu. I have to be very honest in my review because it's sort of I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, but you know, I mean, in its essence, it's a car combat game. So that's that's what it is, and it hand the cars handle all right. You know, there's no but the maps aren't very imaginative they're a bit sort of plain the sort of hit detection doesn't feel like it works properly somehow because each of these cars have they have sort of like you know weapons and stuff on them and you can upgrade them so as you sort of win events you win money so you can sort of like you know you could get a better car with better weapons on it and that that seems kind of cool except that the better cars don't seem to be that much different. So there's no distinctive leap from one car to the next. It would There seems to be a lot of cars, but I think they would have been better having fewer cars, but bigger leaps between them and, and having to get more money to get to the next level. Um, I don't know. It just there, there are a few game modes. One sort of a more like a free-for-all sort of kill all the opponents. One, you have to protect one of your teammates while they put a bomb uh, somewhere, and then you have to protect them and stop them from being bashed out of this circle whilst they're doing it. So there's some sort of thought gone into it, but it just doesn't feel that well executed. It's just not that polished, and they have this weird thing when you hit another car if you're using your weapon, it does this over the top view from sort of top down, but then you you have no idea where the enemy's going, and it's all in slow motion, but it doesn't work very well. And then when you get back into the game, you've lost completely your, your bearing, so you've no idea where the you know. Yeah, that's are. annoying, man. And it, some games do that, like the Burnout games did that when you crash. But I mean, it wasn't a big deal because you weren't going to be going anywhere anyway. But it's so disorienting to be taken out of that. Yeah, I mean that was all right in Burnout though because it made sense because it was you would you would die in anyway. So right. It, right. And then you'd respawn in this. There was some still... game where did that, and it was like so disorienting. Yeah, and you're still alive, but it's this weird top-down view as well. It's I don't know. 
I'm, I wasn't blown away, but I will put my thoughts to paper when I've sort of played enough of it. And the other biggest faux pas with this game is it's got a versus mode, right? So I was like, well, you know what? And it's nine ninety nine, so it's a similar price to sort of, you know, Alan Wake or the upcoming I Am Alive and stuff like that. So it's in that sort of price range, but it doesn't feel worth that amount of money. Yeah, anyway, versus mode, I was like, fine, I'll, you know, play some multiplayer. Maybe that's where it'll get a bit more interesting when you're playing against other people. Uh, but it's only local, so I can't... There was no online multiplayer on oh, it. Oh, jeez. In a car combat game that, you know, is about fighting other cars, you know, and the only thing you can do is fight the AI and or someone who's got another controller sat next to you. That's... I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel enough. It was unfortunate, but it didn't feel enough. So I'm really sorry, but no, it, it definitely wasn't as great as it could have been, needs to be better executed. You know, needed more time and, and just put together better. It just felt a bit clumsy. It didn't feel that great. And then the only other thing I've been playing, or the other two things, should I say, I've been playing is uh, Catherine. I've been playing more of that, and I've uh, played uh, quite a bit more of that, and I'm still enjoying it, and the story's going pretty batshit crazy. It's, uh, yeah. Really? I, I would never expect that from that game. <laughs> I know. I bet you wouldn't. I bet you wouldn't, but it's it's getting pretty silly, really. Well, you know, still interesting with it, though. It's still, you know, maintaining my interest, so I'm still enjoying it. And, oh, man, I've, the last... I'm on night six. I've just completed night six on the Nightmare mode, and I'm playing on very easy, right? So you get these power drinks that allow you to go three blocks at a time, but honestly to god right to do the final stage of that where the, the thing's chasing you, you know, where you get the thing chasing you, it... It took me 23 goes to do the final stage. Fantastic. 23 restarts. and but, but some of it was just me doing stupid stuff, you know, going the wrong way or sort of not really taking my time or trying to rush a bit. And it took me... But I'll tell you what, though, what, what it does, it, it might have taken me 23 goes to do it. But when I finally got to that exit, I felt very, like, satisfied that I'd done it. You know, I sort of thought, God, that was quite, you know, cool that I've actually got through that. But then I've got, I think it's either two or three more nights to go. So God knows how difficult the last part's going to be. Because that was really tough, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm worrying now about how hard it's going to get at the end. Because, you know, even on very easy mode, this game is a is a real challenge. Oh, dear me. It's a Stu, real why do you do it? I know, I know, and I'm, I'm not much of a masochist, to be honest, but... I know, but it's, it's just weird Japanese shit, it's just something about it that you like. You I know. Keep, you keep playing with it, I don't know why. I don't know, I don't know what it is, man, I'm just sort of... I don't know, I'm just, I just find them intriguing, you know, because they are so weird and... But the story, to be honest with you, you know, I've, I've seen weirder Japanese stories, at least it makes some sort of sense, you know, in a weird sort of way. You know, unlike the final fantasies of this world that make absolutely no sense to anyone, even though people try and explain them and they think it makes sense. I certainly don't. Um, so at least it's sort of grounded in reality in some ways because it's a guy, you know, with infidelity issues and stuff like that. Um, but it, I'm starting to see an end game. I'm starting to make sort of ideas in my head of what might be going on now. It's giving me enough stuff to sort of start piecing together what might be happening. So no, I'm still enjoying that. And then the last thing I've played is Beat Hazard Ultra's uh, come out on the iPod iPhone, uh, which was originally an indie game. 
you know, that we reviewed a long time ago. And he, uh, he keeps on making it better. And I've got to say, his, his portable version is absolutely perfect. Um, because he's put two modes. He's put the normal twin stick mode, which is a bit fiddly. It's a bit fiddly. But he put in uh, a single stick mode to make it a little bit more accessible on the iPhone, which works really, really well. And, you know, it's just like playing a game to your music, as we, as we know from playing it in the past, and it just works really well. So he does all of the aiming and shooting on its own, and all you do is move the shape, which sounds easy enough, but when you just turn up the intensity of the visuals to 200%, um, it gets pretty stupid. And I, I'll be honest with you here, Mike, I, I seriously think if you played this game, you would die. I, I just think it would kill you. What of epilepsy? Oh, big time. I mean, when you turn up the visuals to 200%, it is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. There's that many flashing lights going on at once, you can barely see the enemy ships. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, I think I'll avoid this one. At all costs. At all yeah. costs, I would say. But yeah, really good. Really, really good port. It's, uh, yeah, excellent. And he keeps on making it better. Uh, the only the only minor criticism I would have is you can't it doesn't give you albums in actual albums so you can't pick an album it gives you the artists in album like form but it's just all the tracks listed in albums so he could have done the interface a bit better for picking the music you want to play to and I, I think you know for someone who might have about three or four thousand tracks on their iPod it would be hard to get to the track you wanted to find because you can't there's no search on it so you can't right. just search an artist or search an individual track you have to scroll through them all. Um, alphabetically, so yeah, it could it could have been better in that respect, but overall, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, so that's it about that for the what we've been playing part of the show, I guess. Wabash. I know, and a big one this week. We've been playing loads of stuff. So I think it's time or that time uh, to do the indie pick for this week. So let's have that. Indie game review review. Hello, friends. This is Vlados. Your friendly neighborhood video game playing robot. This week I'm here to tell you about Stunt Riding Fun Toy Bike Challenge 2. No, wait. The game is called Toy Stunt Bike 2. Yeah, that's it. Remember Trials HD? Wasn't that a cool game? Wouldn't it be neat if someone took that game and shrunk it down, so that, instead of a track decked out with fireworks and flaming barrels, you were riding among pencils and laptop computers? Well, that's this game. The graphics are cute, and the sound is good. Although what do you really need for sound here, except for the loud abrasive roar of a dirt bike motor? <laughs> the game playing a little clunky, especially compared to a polished piece of work like Trials HD. Still, it's cheap and fun and you should definitely check it out. Toy Stunt Bike 2 is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados is about to floss like a boss. See ya. So, Toy Stunt Bike 2. Uh, what did we all think then? Chinny, what did you think? Trials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Trials it is. are easy with your avatar. Yeah, but what I thought it was cool with the avatar though. I thought that, and some of the falling off mechanics are quite funny. You know? I like the fact the fact that when I, when you when you bail or whatever, <clears throat> you can still control your avatar and you <laughs> yeah. can make him do the worm. And I made him do the worm <laughs> yeah, for, for at least thirty seconds. <laughs> and then I thought, well, this is the most fun I'm ever going to get from this game. 
Oh, come on. He's not that bad. It's trials. It's trials with the Avatar. It is trials, but it's cute and fun. It's yeah. worth every point. I bought it. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's a good game. I bought it. It's good. Cool people buy it. Yeah, cool people buy it. Yeah. That's why I'm short to me 200 points, but at the time I was already 10 points short, so it didn't make any it's difference. world's smallest violin plan just for you, dude. <laughs> I know, yeah. But at least I'm 80, you know, 90 points short now as opposed to just 10 points short, so it feels a bit better in that respect. Um, but yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's, I thought it was really good. I thought, the, you know, the developer... And it's the second one. I did play the first one. It doesn't feel that much different, um, so it doesn't feel a whole lot different than the first one. But you know what? You know, it's, it's a kind of cool... I don't know what they've added. It'd be interesting to to try and figure out what they'd added to it, but you know whether they just tighten things up, I don't know. But it worked fairly well for that type of game. You know, it was it was hard to do, you know, and it was a challenge to keep on bettering your time and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, no, I thought it was kind of good. Mm. Okay, now we did ask for us, or should I say, ask them. We we have had a listener do their gaming log for the week. You know, we, you know, we asked GH Rocker right. to do it. Yeah. So he has done, and he sent that to us. Um, but we've and done ours as well. Play it now in the audio. Here we go. You ready? My therapist says that I need to remain calm when I'm shooting these YouTube videos because when I get angry, my voice, my message doesn't get carried over. So I'm going to try to remain calm for this video. Well, what are you, what are you playing there? What are you playing? That's, that's, that's J. Rocker talking about it. I didn't think that was yeah. him. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, it was him. Are you sure? Anyway, yeah, so here we go. So shall we do his first and then we'll do ours? Does that make sense? Special. That's J. Rocker. So let's do his verse. So on Monday, <laughs> thank you for that. On Monday, he played Saints Row the Third for an hour and a half. Of course he did. Of course he did. And 20 minutes on Connect Fun Labs, and then 10 minutes of Surviving High School. So that's what he did on Monday. Now, I haven't written any times down, so I don't know what his total gaming time will be at the end of all this, unless he's put it. Let me have a look, which he hasn't. So maybe someone can sort of write this down as I'm saying it, and then we can add it up at the end. So okay, start again. So he did an hour and a half of Saints Row the Third, twenty minutes on Connect Fun Labs, and ten minutes of Surviving High School. So that's what he did on Monday. Right. On Tuesday, he did nothing but Saints Row Three DLC. Uh, game on tomorrow. Uh, plus, apparently, the Naruto demo is coming to the UK. So he did nothing on Tuesday. Wednesday, about thirty minutes on the Saints Row the Three Gangsters in Space DLC. Yeah. And the rest of his gaming time was setting up his new capture card and editing software, so he didn't play anything on Wednesday apart from that. that first Please don't post uh, too many YouTube videos that are poorly edited and talk about how great you are. Make them good and valuable. Thank you. Good. Uh, Thursday, half an hour recording Saints Row the Third and played the Darkness 2 demo for 20-odd minutes. So that's another 50 yep. minutes, I guess. Yeah, got it, got it. And Friday, finished the Gangsters in Space DLC, so 30 minutes and about two hours of Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies on Friday. So we're saying the Saints Rutherford DLC is only an hour. Hour long, that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. And then on Saturday, he bought Gears of War 3 and the fourth map pack for Black Ops. Uh, gave Gears of War 3 about two hours. Uh, not like Beast and Horde, so that must be the first time he's played Gears 3. And then on Sunday, he's been on the train a lot today, so I've been mobile gaming, surviving high school, Xperia play games, World of Goo, and Edge. So there you go. So, that's, so how many hours was that in total then? Did he, did he say how many hours he's been playing the handout stuff? No, he didn't. He didn't put anything down. So for that. what should we put, like another half hour on that? Yeah, let's call it half an hour. So he has played 8 hours and 20 minutes. That's not bad. That's less than the previous week. He played He played more in his one session the previous week, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. So who who wants to go first with their log for the week, then? Who's going first, then? I'll go first. 
Well, then, you. I was sick, so you'd think I have more time to play. Yeah, but in fact, I didn't because I was sick. In fact, on Wednesday, I was so sick I didn't even want to play video games. I couldn't move. I was just like uh, lying there on the couch watching Downton Abbey over and over again. And uh, yeah, I didn't have any energy or desire to play games. That's sick, man. So did you not play anything all week then? So you well, I did play some things during okay. the week. On Monday, after the podcast, I played an hour of Kingdoms of Amalur. Okay. On Tuesday, uh, I didn't really have anything to do after school, so I got in an hour of Kingdoms of Amalur, and then I had a couple hours of Modern Warfare 2. That was pretty fun. I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare 2 lately. Right. It's a good game. So what's that? So that's four hours so far. Yeah, yep, go on, carry on. Wednesday, I was too sick to play anything. Thursday, I was also sick, but I managed to force myself to play a couple hours of Kingdoms of Amalur. And then Friday, I played uh, about an hour of Kingdoms of Amalur and uh, about an hour of Skyrim down in the video game gym. Yeah. Um, Saturday, I played about an hour of demos, you know, the binary domain and all that crap. And the SSX demo, that was pretty cool. And then I played about two hours of Borderlands. And then on Sunday, I played an hour of Battlefield 3 with the play date. Oh, yeah. And uh, an hour of Borderlands. Cool. And then we so, did the podcast. So how many hours is that all and together then? Papers. So how many hours all together? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen hours. Wow. That's quite a lot, though, isn't it? When you add it all together. Jeez. Eh. Thirteen hours. So, Chinny, over to you. What is, what's your week been like then? Go on, let's hear your week's log. Um, that sounded like a poo then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> log. <laughs> Captain's log. So, uh, four hours on... <laughs> it's basically a scrap of paper. Of I was just going to say, have you got this written down? Uh... Four hours yep. on demos, which was Friday. Right, yeah. Collection of uh, two hours yesterday and two hours today on Hawks Must Die. So four hours in total on Hawks Must Die. Yep. And then another four hours today on Deus Ex. So about so, 12 hours for so you. About 12 hours this week. And you well, didn't play anything earlier in the week at all then? That was the first no. time. So it's that. really since Friday. And it's Sunday today as we're recording this. So, Well, what I did, I split mine up into podcast stuff and gaming stuff. Just oh. to, well, I thought I'd just do me full week, anything gaming related, really. So sort of how much time I spend on gaming in a week as opposed to, you know, just the games I've played. Uh, just to see how much that was and how scary it is. So here we go. So Monday the 20th, obviously recorded podcast three hours, 10 till 1. So I didn't, All right. so I didn't do sort of anything else gaming-wise that day. Uh, Tuesday the 21st, uh, reviewed gaming news for the show, 40 minutes, 7 till 7.40 p.m. Uh, no games early to bed that night. Because obviously Tuesday I'm always tired from recording on Monday, so I didn't do anything else that night. Uh, Wednesday the 22nd, edit podcast and review news for show, one hour, 20 minutes, 5.50 till 7.10 p.m. And then edit podcast and review news for show, two hours, uh, 10.30 till 12.30 a.m. So that's what I did on that night. 
so I'll finish editing that night for the podcast. On Thursday, the 23rd, uh, Various Hero Academy. Three games going at once, two minutes each move or so. I have no idea what the hell that adds up to. Yeah, I didn't really talk about my iPhone hours. Put in another two hours for me of iPhone stuff. Yeah. Added up. Wait, sound even worse. So what's that, 15 hours? Added up. Added oh. up. And then also on Thursday, I played four indie games to choose for the show. 40 minutes or so for that, so 5.30 till 6.30. And then sp- played Smash and Survive for an hour, 6.30 till 7.30 that day. Uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, two and a half hours, 8.30 till 11 p.m. And then final fixes for podcasts, check sound levels, etc. and published. And that took about an hour, so that was 11 till 12 a.m. 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, Friday, various Hero Academy 3 uh, games again. Oh, sorry, various Hero Academy 3 games going again still, so two minutes each move, whatever the hell that is. Uh, another 40 minutes of Smash and Survive. Uh, and then Alan Wake's American Nightmare, I played for three hours from 11 till 2 a.m. in the morning and completed it. So that was all finished up. And then... Uh, Yesterday, uh, review news stories again for the show, an hour and ten minutes, nine till ten past ten in the morning. Uh, SX, SSX demo uh, for an hour after that from 11 till 12. And then today I played Catherine this afternoon from three till five for two hours. So my total for games is nine and a half hours. So nine and a half hours for actual games and nine hours, 40 minutes for podcast stuff. So my total, yeah, total for the week is 19 hours, 10 minutes. So it's just over, just under 20 hours um, of stuff this week. You're complaining about me. I know, but half of that is podcasting. That podcast is every week. So I, I spend nine hours, and I, nine to ten hours a week just doing the podcast. I'm saying, though. But I could complete a game a week. <laughs> it's dedication, man. I hope people yeah. realize what we're sacrificing for this. I know, nine hours, 40 well, minutes. Mostly stew, but you know. <laughs> but even so, you yeah. know, nine hours of like, shit. That's a lot of time. Shit. Of doing the podcast. She Every... What's that? What's that times two hundred shows or whatever it is? That's a lot oh, of God, you don't even want to work that out, <laughs> Stu. That's a lot of scary time, isn't it? God. How many shows actually? I was just gonna check how many we've done all together. Just bear with me, I'll tell you. Oh I'm no. Do now, let me have a look. Uh oh, I can't find it. Oh well. Not a worry. But anyway, shit, that's a lot of shows, isn't it? That's a lot. Anyway. That's, that's a lot of hours. A lot of hours spent. And it, it, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it's wasted time because obviously it's not wasted time, is it? But you know, God, that's a lot of time. I was like, she- yeah, yeah. And this one's dragged out. She- All right, that's enough now. <laughs> but it all, all also made me realise how much more gaming I used to probably do before I was doing the podcast, because obviously I don't have as much time to game now. So Yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff. So anyway, that's our logs. If anyone else has got them, you know, you're more than welcome. Send them in, you know, and we'll have a look at them. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you what issue you a judgment on whether you're okay or not. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Here's a you're not okay. You need help. You're addicted. You've got a problem. So anyway, uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, what I did tonight before the show... Welcome to the middle of the film. A little more than middle of the way through. I know, I was just thinking that. Anyway, uh, yeah, before the show, I tweeted uh, for some Meg Timer topics because we haven't done those for a while. We haven't done those for a while. <laughs> 
Bitch. And confessions as well. I asked if anyone had any confessions. But no one had any confessions. And, uh, yeah, Essel everybody's, Heich. everybody's all confessed out. Yeah. Essel Heich. I don't know how to pronounce that, but anyway, something like that. Um, she said, I have nothing to confess for I am pure. So there you go. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the judge of that. We'll take a word for that. I'm sure it's not true. I'm not taking no one's word for nothing. Yeah, I'm sure she's got something to confess, you know, somewhere. Everyone has something in the closet, don't they? Uh, but anyway, uh, but anyway, Antonio asked us an interesting question. He said, so if we, you've got to imagine if we weren't podcasting. Um, if you could play a game right now, what would you play? Do you ever think of games at work? Now, before yes. we answer this, I, I did say to him, can it include games that aren't actually released yet? And he said, yeah, why not? One of each. So one, if you weren't podcasting, what would you be playing? And... Um, you know, and what game would you play that isn't out yet? So if you could play any game that we know is coming but isn't out yet, what would it be? So, off you go. Borderlands 2. Is that definitely what it would be now? Borderlands 2. I suppose. That's the... I don't know what else is coming out soon that I'm at all looking for. I mean, you know, Mass Effect 3 I'll play eventually. You know, it doesn't have to be soon. It could be anything coming out this year. Uh, I don't know what's coming out this year. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've, I've got one and I'll come on to it when what I'd like to play. But uh, yeah, so so Borderlands Two. What about what you would just be playing that you've got now? What would you, out of all the games you've got, what would you like most like? Probably Borderlands One. <laughs> That's funny. So you yeah. get back. Far Cry Three. I'm sort of interested to play. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Well, we'll come on to that because I've, I've, we've got a bit more information on Far Cry Three. So we'll talk uh-huh. about that. Um, what about you, Chini? So a game that's not out yet that you'd really like to play, and what would you be playing now if you weren't podcasting? Max Payne Three. Ah, uh, yeah, good call. I like that. I would say Mass Effect Three, but that's too easy. Um, plus, I won't play it for a year, probably. You know what I mean? And what I'll be playing now is Deus Ex. Yeah, there you go. I know. There you go. Well, I, I, I guess. Um, Probably be the Last Guardian, you know, the Last Guardian, you know, if that ever comes out. Never coming out. Well, we have got some news on that, and I was just going to bring it up while we were talking about it. You know what the news is? Not coming out. Apparently, no, well, apparently they're, they're trying to push to get it to come out, because Sony, I don't know whether you've heard about this, they've drafted in uh, loads of Western developers to support the Japanese studio's Team Ico to, to get it finished. Uh-huh. Uh, from what the news is saying, it sounds like it's not the you know, story or anything like that. Apparently they're having technical problems. They're struggling, I think, to get it to run properly. Um, which, when you see how it looks, wouldn't surprise you, would it, really? You know, that this this game needs a lot of power and sort of needs to be optimised and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. They've uh, devel- uh, drafted in Sony Santa Monica, you know, the God of War developers, they're in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's other other ones from the US and the UK, so they've got all sorts of teams working on it now. Now, this could mean two things. One, it's going to be really shit. Or two, they're going to get it finished and it's going to be good. But I don't know which it's going to be because, you know, once you get loads of different teams working on a single game, you never know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. You know, and and also they get all these people with their own opinions on stuff coming in and going, oh, I think you should do this or you should do this or whatever. You, you know, you, you know, you're putting the cat amongst the pigeons, aren't you? Really? Huh? So I'm I'm concerned. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, know? it's a little cause for nervousness, but we don't know. It's too early. 
Yeah, I'm a little concerned. But I mean, the other the the other point he made. Yeah, we're coming now. Yeah, we'll see. Um, what what sort of game would I be playing if I'm not podcasting now? The obvious answer would be Catherine because you know I want to get that finished and enjoying it. But if I was to pick a game I really enjoy playing, you know, sort of, you know, if I could play a game I really love playing, it would probably be Half Life Two again. <laughs> I'll probably play that again. You're obsessed, dude. I know. I'll probably just play it again just for the I'm sake. I'm thinking about playing it again very soon. I know. I know this conversation yeah. can serve no purpose anymore. <laughs> you know. So there you go. Oh, no, I forgot about the timer. How funny is that? Oh, yeah. I forgot we had a timer. God, it's that long since we... Hello. I know. How funny is that? Oh, well, that finished on a good time, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Forgot there was a timer. Uh, so that was the first one. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's the next one. Now, this one takes a little bit of uh, getting out. Uh, but Alan Bennett said this. Egg timer topic. Past Sega games that should be remade. Uh, Sega is sitting on top of a ton of past classics that need to be made current gen. Alex Kidd, Afterburner, Space Harrier, Outrun, Altered Beast, Bonanza Brothers, uh, Comics Zone, E-SWAT, Eternal Champions, Golden Axe, Shinobi, Streets of Rage, Strider, Super Thunderblade, to name but a few. Lol. They revamped Golden Axe. Yeah, well, I thought they'd done... And they did uh, Outrun, didn't they, as well? Yeah, they did Outrun. It's been that, apparently the Outrun was good, but Golden Axe... Uh, Roy Beast Rider. Beast Roy, there you go. Yeah, it was it's meant to be shit, weren't it? It was awful, apparently, so. Yeah, I never played it. Never played it. But I think Sega are just cursed. I mean, yeah, I mean, are any of those titles or those... I mean, Shinobi, isn't there a new Shinobi coming out on the, on the 3DS or did they just dream that? See, the dangerous thing with that is that, like, these old games, you're going to mess them up. Yeah, and also it's that rose-tinted glasses thing and, you know, when you see, even if you just HDify them, are they good enough to be, you know, played now? Well, Shinobi is because Shinobi's awesome and it will always be awesome. Yeah, is it, they've maybe, done Frogger a million times. They don't need to mess with that anymore. I don't know what it is. Maybe Afterburner could be good. Yeah, but then we've had quite a few playing games. Would it be doing anything no, different? But if like you made it play? fun and like arcadey, yeah, because Hawks for all of its fun isn't really arcadey. They need, you know, the thing about Afterburner is that it was so much fun and arcade and silly and whatever. Yeah, but do we need another playing game? Yes, we need, we need another playing game. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I wasn't really a big uh, Sega person, so I don't really know many games on there. I did have a, I did have a Mega Drive at some point, and a Mega CD for that matter. But I don't remember Sega sort of titles per se. You know what I mean? Night Trap. Uh, what about, on what, what about right? Modern Night Trap? I remember that. That's Catherine, isn't it? No. <laughs> sort of, I guess. Not really. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, because it, Catherine's not a load of teenagers in a house being hunted by weird blokes. With yeah, they're nineteen. They're twenty-one-year-olds in a house being yeah. hunted, and you have to be, be really, before. really voyeuristic, checking all the security cameras and and just spy yeah, on the girl. Voyeuristic about Catherine at all? What are you talking about? Well, there isn't really. There's nothing voyeuristic about it. Uh huh. I wouldn't say it's like being a voyeur. Well, I guess it could be interpreted that way. <laughs> Well, I guess a bit where you go in the toilets and look at the rude pictures of a could be. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, but apart from that. Yeah, but apart from that, it's not really... that was a good game. No, really. Um, what about you, Ginny? Did you what? say Shadow Dancer was not a good game? I've never I've even never... heard of Shadow Dancer. Oh, it was like Shinobi, but it wasn't as cool. Ginny, what about you? Have you got any Sega classics that you think need to be remade? Nope. There you go. They're all a bit shit. Oh, Street to Ride. Space Channel 5. That was a great game. 
Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's on his list. But again, do you really want to play that game again? Nope. There you Actually, go. Actually, I, I played it recently, and I was like, oh, this is pretty dull. Yeah, and it, and if they did it as an action game, it'd just be like a beat 'em up. That would be probably pretty crap. You know what I mean? If they tried to make it more updated, it. it there's not enough source material for any of these games because they were never made to be story-driven games, were they? They were just a bit of arcade fun. And I think that's a problem with a lot of these sorts of games. Well, they just wasn't that advanced, you know. They are just beating people up in the street, that's all it was. Yeah, and that's, you know... What shall we call this? I know, Ray Streets... Streets of Rage. There you go. Done. Job done. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Oh, perfect timing. Yeah, perfect. Okay, last one that we got was off IPeat. He says this, and this is just the weirdest question, I've got to say. But anyway, he asks this. If the new Xbox has multiple display outputs, will you consider setting up three TVs in your living room? (laughs) That's just the weirdest question. I mean, first of all, what are the chances that the new Xbox is going to have three outputs for a, a monitor or TV? You know, I'll say this. When I see people who have those for PC gaming, it's pretty freaking cool, especially like Skyrim. You can have like a true panorama where you look around, you know, basically a 180-degree view. That's pretty impressive, but it's also pretty ridiculous and excessive and expensive and ludicrous. So I think it's just wishful thinking. It's not going to happen, and no, I would never do that. But the thing is, right, there's a difference, although there isn't much because some of these monitors are huge, aren't they? But there's a difference between... You know, can you imagine? Can you imagine coming over to your wife and going, "Ah, oh, the new Xbox has got this really cool thing that does multiple displays." So I'm going to buy two more tellies and connect yeah. them all up to it. Is that okay That's with great. you? You and those two new tellies will be have fun. I'm leaving. That's great, honey. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> it's never happening, is it? <laughs> even if it, even if there was a possibility of it being there, Ginny, what do you think? Do you want three tellies connected to your Xbox? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 uh, just, we're going to keep this going for two more minutes. Well, how, how can you? Look, not many people are going to have that. So, look, if the option's there for those people that want it, great. But like, how? You know, look, not many people. I'm talking about ninety percent of people won't have the setup for it. You know, just the Here's way the, the TV are, where the. But at some point in the future, they might because, for instance, the text on a lot of games is so small, you can't see it without a high-def TV. So they've made everybody buy high-def TVs. Maybe they will eventually say, like, the menu, inventory menus on your right-hand display. Oh, you only have one display? <laughs> you need to get with it, Grandpa. It'd be like a giant DS, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would. But it's just like, you know, where would you put three tellies, for that matter? Most, like, modern living rooms. Butt. Yeah, aren't big enough to even fit three tellies in. Oh, my God. It'd just like be in Back crazy. To the when, it's like in Back to the Future 1, when they say, uh, it's just, he has two tellies. And he's, what are you talking about? No one has two tellies. He's just joking. He's just joking. So, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's just crazy. And also, no, people have two monitors now. But what what would be more likely to happen is right. You'd you'd have your like your fifty inch telly in your living room, and then you get like your twenty inch telly out of the bedroom next to it, you know, and another telly from somewhere else, and they all be different sizes. <laughs> there you go. That's the best I could do. We we'll just rig them all up. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have three tellies exactly the same size. Either. No, yeah. not unless you bought three. Exactly the same tellies. <laughs> oh my god, that's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. But thank you for your question. You know, it was uh, maybe a good idea, but not something we'll be doing anytime soon. Cost too much, my wife would kill me. 
Yeah, really. Yeah, really. So there you go. That's that. Is that two minute? more minutes? Yeah, lost. There can't be two more minutes. You said two oh, no, more Sorry, minutes. one more minute. Two more minutes. Two minutes ago. Station can serve. There you go. Brilliant. More. Superb. Uh, and the hostages, Charlie. I did tell. I did tell a slight. I did tell a slight white lie. Uh, we oh, have okay. got one confession. One confession. Hey, kid, I want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Everything. Okay, I'll talk. It's from Maverick F20. And he says, I have to confess that I haven't listened to last week's show yet. So there you go. That was his confession. Oh, what's wrong with you, man? Get to work. Listen. Shame on you is what I say. Doing this for money. Yeah. Doing this to get heard. Yeah. Nine hours, 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm not speaking about that because I don't ask Stu to devote nine hours of his life every week. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Probably going like cutting out like deep breaths that people take. And it could just be like, eh, whatever. It's good enough. I'll put it up. But he's not satisfied with good enough. He goes the extra mile for us. That is true. But anyway, that nine hours, he should be listening every week religiously is what I say. So what you're doing is you're trying to guilt him in the listening. Definitely. Yeah. And don't you miss know, another if, one. If you don't care about us, then it's fine. Go ahead. Don't listen. Yeah. It's, you know, you're not hurting our feelings. No, I tell you. because we haven't gotten sleepless nights and everything. Just go ahead. Whatever. Yeah. So make sure you listen. Or else, like, yeah. you know, we'll send Chinny round to your house. With yeah, a- to, be all, to be all deaverish. Yeah, to be all deaverish. I'll just come round and look, start demanding shit. I'll come round and start demanding things like, oh, I'm really cold. Can you warm this room up, please? Yeah, and he'll yeah. help himself to the food in your fridge and stuff. Oh, yeah, I'll do all that. <laughs> do all Despite that. all of our efforts, it's clear that some people could care less about this show. <laughs> yeah, we'll come to that later. Um, but yes, um, yeah, that's what Chinny's going to do. He's going to come round and do it. What I'd like to move on to... We have got some news on Mass Effect 3, uh, because... They have come out, and they have said that there's going to be day one DLC for Mass Effect 3. Is it going to be free DLC? No, it isn't. It's going to be $10. Well, now here's the thing. Hang on a second. Let's assume that without the DLC, the game will be, what, 30 hours for one playthrough, at least. Yeah. That's conservative. Is that really not value for money right there? I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you to that extent. But what's unfortunate is if you buy the special Super Duper Edition, you get it for free with the well, game. You're probably paying a lot of extra money. That's that's for free. Well, yes, but that's sort of irrelevant, isn't it? Because the problem is they haven't made enough, so you can't get that edition anymore. So we've no option uh-huh. to get it. They've, apparently all of the pre-orders for that are gone now, so you can't even get it. So we haven't got even got the option to buy that. And yeah, you get, but... You get lots of other stuff with it as well, though. You get other stuff with it. You don't just get the DLC. There's other stuff. A little make-believe gun or something. Yeah, but even so, I still think... You know, I think the best way to do it is like Batman did it. If you're going to do it at all, give it to everyone if they buy it new and obviously charge people if they buy it second-hand. You know what I mean? Because what what is the point of this DLC? Because it's not like it's to prevent second-hand sales or anything like that, is it? It's just a, you know... It's, it's, look, it's a way for them to make money, period, end of discussion. Yeah, but why should you have DLC on day one anyway? What's the point to of To make DLC? money. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it, to make money. If you're looking for some other motive, I'm sorry, you're looking too hard. 
No, this I agree. About making more money on every release than they did on the release before it. Period. End of discussion. Yeah, and it is EA, I guess. Now, there you go. But I just but, find it a little bit frustrating. What do you think, Ginny, about this day one DLC shit? It's not good. It's not good enough. I don't like it. It's just, it's just obvious that they they're holding things back. Um, well. <laughs> What they did say was that they finished the game and only started working on this DLC once the game was finished, which was three months before release, apparently. So it's taken them three months to make this DLC. And you, But the problem is you get a character, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but you get a character that supposedly was extinct in the game. So you get that race to be part of your squad and play through the sort of backstory and everything. Well, I, 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 they should at least wait a little bit, you know when the game's released, and then you jump into like some DLC, even if they've made it beforehand or anything. Yeah, just, because you want to play the game first, play the game, and yeah. then see what's extra, because you don't care about other things yet until you're invested in the game. So, See, yeah, and they, that's yeah. one of the problems with the Mass Effect games, is that it's a race against time before the all life on the universe is destroyed. Well... After you finish that, who wants to do another little adventure? Like, oh, by the way, you want to go to this planet with me and we can kill these little monsters that are there? No, I just got done saving the entire universe. I don't care about this other planet now. So they have to put DLC that sort of like works into the middle of that storyline. But you see, well, there's the problem right there, isn't it? Because if it's not not necessarily integral to the story, but part of the story, then it should be included, mm-hmm. shouldn't it? Yeah, well, but it's it's just secondary. Yeah, but, that's, but then it's not the full experience, is it? If some people are getting that and some people are, or you can have it I if you agree. pay. But that's what makes it secondary. It's like additional. It's nice to see it there, but you don't have to have it. But that being said, I think somebody puts it far more eloquently than we ever could. And uh, yeah, we, we can hear from that person now, I believe. I think we've got him online. I'm explain to you a very simple situation. There's a new game coming out on the market called Mass Effect 3. It's by BioWare. It's being released by Electronics Entertainment. Two companies that in the past I used to really love. These days, I don't know how I feel so much. Now, Mass Effect 3 is a very important game series. It's one that I enjoy. It's one that you enjoy. It's one that we all enjoy. You look at me. You know, I, you can tell I'm a fan. All right. I feel bad playing this guy on the show because <laughs> he's a very overweight man, and his walls and his room are plastered with video game stuff. He's got the Skyrim map. He's got the YouTube logo on his wall for some reason, and I just kind of feel sorry for him because it's clear that he's probably, I don't know, he probably feels kind of bad about himself, and I don't, know, I don't know why he's making games, and he sounds ridiculous, and or why he's making videos. But yeah, the thing I feel is, bad. Ah, look at the big fat guy. Ha, ha, ha. Well, the thing is, you can't tell by looking at him that he loves my... But you can tell by looking at his room that he loves Mass Effect. Yeah, well... And I, it's a game I love. It's a game you love. You don't know that I love it. I happen to love it, but you don't know that. <laughs> I love Shepard. I love the big budget they spend. I like the voice actors. You got Seth Green. Seth Green does some really good voices. I like it, the fact that they employ Seth Green. And he's taking a drink from the big but soda also- he's got. What's also funny is I can't believe how many S's he says when he can't say S properly. (laughs) (laughs) I have to believe this is like a fake voice. It sounds like he's like, I don't know, doing a phony voice because it's so silly and over the top. It's hard to believe somebody would actually talk like this. It's kind of an inspiration to me. I would one day do voices like he does so I sound normal. But I digress. So Mass Effect 3 comes from the Mass Effect series, obviously. 
And uh, Obviously. Uh, I went to the store, I went to GameStop a few months back, and I said, here's my $60. I want a copy of your Mass Effect 3. And he said, do you want the collector's edition? I said, what's in it? He said, some plastic shit, some paper shit, some cloth shit you don't need. $20 more. He said, I don't need it. Keep, I'll keep it. Well, you should know that you don't need what's in the collector's edition. Nobody needs what's in any collector's edition. Give me a break. My money. I'm on disability. Twenty dollars is a lot of money to me. Now, if twenty dollars is a lot of money to you, then buying a game new seems like it's a bad idea in general. I mean, if I were on a very limited budget, and I, you know, I do all right. I, I don't know that buying a pre-ordering a game would be top on my list of things to spend money on. So I get the complete game. Sixty dollars complete game, right? Well, I should have learned my lesson. I should have learned. Because when Mass Effect 2 dropped, when you bought the box, you didn't get the complete game. No, there was day one DLC. Day one DLC. And that's unforgivable. But it was free. It was free. All you got to do is give us your name and your address, your phone number, use your email address. We want to know how you play the game, when you play the game, how, why you play the game. And we'll give you a free character. We'll give you a free mission back. We don't give a shit. See, all you got to do is connect to the service network every time you play the game. I should also point out this guy's got 99,000 views on this. Now, Chinny, you, you work hard on making some videos on YouTube, don't you? <laughs> I do indeed. And what would you say is your sort of average view number? Uh, a couple thousand. Yeah. It's kind of weird to think that this guy got so many views, especially when it's a fake. People like laughing at him, especially when it's a fake voice as well. Is it? Well, let's see what his real voice is like. So let's do a little mental exercise together. Uh, Let's imagine you know for a fact you're going to die tomorrow night at midnight. Okay, that's apparently what he really sounds like. I don't know why he's doing this voice. I guess this is like a character he does. Now, this 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 guy's um yeah he does loads of videos like this basically where he pretends to be kind of silly and fat uh, when yeah. really he's actually like a, a, a devoted Christian I think and he he does a, yeah. a lot of work for, yeah I think so yeah. very interesting how so weird maybe it's like is the he? way he's sitting or something that makes him look I mean he's obviously a big guy but I don't know yeah whatever yeah but that's all right what he so videos. he's very mad about Mass Effect three all right you yeah he went he went happy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we think he wasn't happy, but now maybe he's just fakely not happy. Who knows? Probably. I don't maybe like I people. Start... Yeah, you know what really makes me mad? When people pretend to be angry, and they're not! It pisses me off! Maybe I should Jeez. start, like, recording myself with a funny voice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then maybe I'll get more views. I don't know. There you go. I think you should yeah. do that. That would definitely work. Do I don't it. Think... Do it. No, people like YouTube videos people with crazy voices. <laughs> You are not speaking anything any human can understand. Am I crazy here? Okay, I know I'm crazy, but I, I know I can't understand anything that you're saying. So why don't... Uh, just sound it out. Come on. I'll tell you how to get a lot of views on YouTube. Just make a video where you do a stupid voice and go, yeah, I don't think that Mass Effect's very good because I don't <laughs> think it has any story and yeah. the voice acting's no good. And like a question at the end of every statement. I'm gonna punch the wall and drink milk. So uh, yeah, that's how you get a lot of views. There you go on YouTube. Now I have got some more Mass Effect Three stuff, which is quite kind of funny. Oh yeah, um, but I don't know. Did you did you hear about this marketing thing they did? Did you hear about with the it? balloons? Yeah, with the balloons. balloons. You hear about the balloons? 
What? Yeah, I heard about so story. basically, they attached ten copies of Mass Effect Three to balloons. Okay, and the the possibly go wrong. They send them up into the stratosphere um, by attaching them to weather balloons, and basically, when they came down, you know, people will get a copy of the game like a couple of months earlier, or whatever, before it's released. Or or they get knocked into a coma, whichever one. <laughs> or they get works. knocked into a coma. You're just walking along, minding your own business, and you get hit in the head with a copy of Mass Effect 3. Um, yeah. Which, actually, I hadn't thought of, but, yeah, that's kind of scary. That's, fir- that's funny, because that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> that's kind of scary that that could happen. Yeah, because yeah. it'd, be, it'd be going pretty fast, wouldn't it, by the time it hit the floor? Or, you know, it lands on a car on the motorway, and it causes a massive yeah. pole. Unless, unless it had a little parachute on it. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> But anyway, so anyway, so the idea was they were tracking them by satellite. So when they started coming down, they would, you know, put wherever they come down, and obviously fans could go running over to wherever it was. And what, have a knife fight over who gets it? Probably. Probably. Did did all of them end up in the... No. (laughs) Well, I don't know what happened to the rest of them, but... um, <laughs> but apparently, one landed in a very tall tree in San Francisco. No so way. it was about 150 feet in the air in a tree, wow. and, and apparently, ten people turned up to get it. So ten people yeah. were actually doing this thing, found it, and uh, spent ages trying to dislodge it with baseballs, uh, slingshots, uh, and all sorts of stuff to try and get it out of the tree, but no one managed to do it. So, uh, yeah, it's still stuck in a tree in San Francisco, apparently. <laughs> get like a, I don't know, like a like a grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, if you, you know, if you had, had some, you know, like in the story, you had push biotics in real life, you could sort it out with that. <laughs> well, you better hope that like a, like a firefighter is not really into Mass Effect. Cause that's yeah. Gonna get it yeah, really. Well, you need a cherry picker, wouldn't you? That's what you'd have to do. You get one of those to come and. Uh, it's like on The along. Simpsons when he's got the uh, thing of balloons, and he goes, "I hope this works." And then he goes to the guy, and goes, "These are for you if you let me use your cherry picker." <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know what's the funniest thing? Right in the comments bit on this story, this made me chuckle. Is the first comment is, "Did no one think to chop the tree down?" Jeez, <laughs> yeah. right, right. And then, but the next comment says, <laughs> "Even if that was a joke, it's illegal to cut down a tree without a permit." <laughs> God love us. How funny is that? So someone on the forums is obviously very sort of straight down the line. It's illegal to chop down trees to get a game. Did you not know? Um, Yeah, maybe. I want to see a picture of this because they've got a fake picture. (laughs) They have got a fake picture. It's not a real one. I want to see a real picture because I don't don't know if I believe this. Uh, Sounds like hogwash. Whether it's true or not, it's still kind of funny, isn't it? You know, it did make make me laugh. Stupid (laughs) hype, man. I don't get it. I think it's so dumb. Um, Stop the game. Why do you got to make people go, ah, it's going to be up in the sky? So, that's probably that's probably a cheaper way to market a game than other ways, Duke. I won't get so <laughs> mad about that. Well, you know, comp- compared to, like, hiring masses of people to do a fake protest outside of a very popular <laughs> exhibition or, I don't know, getting pe- paying people to dress up as things and go out and act. I don't know. You know, sending a couple <laughs> of games in the air isn't that really that yeah. bad. Yeah, Red, it is. Horrible. Red Faction Gorilla was one of my favourite ones uh, with the car. So they did a car with loads of copies of Red Faction Gorilla oh, yeah. inside it. And then they, they chained a sledgehammer to it. Yeah. So they barely had to smash the car up to get the games out. So I think one of my favourite market employees was uh, Mercenaries 2. Do you remember that one? Oh, the petrol. Yeah, they gave away free petrol yeah. in London, which is like giving away free money, basically. <laughs> and it just overloaded the, the petrol station and they couldn't 
they couldn't keep up and it would just cause massive traffic jams. And uh, yeah, everybody was like, why is it free? Who cares? It's free. <laughs> video game. What's a video game? Give me my free gas. Yeah, and then there was the... Um, was it Resident Evil 5, the one with the uh, where you had to track down bits of human remains and it was yeah and they thought there were like real body parts lying around but it was yeah, bits of oh, yeah. as well which should give you salmonella <laughs> so, well done people oh there's been some brilliant ones and and who could forget who could forget the god of war one with the real goat and everything goat where, it, where they actually killed a goat didn't they live oh, i remember yeah i remember yeah. that it was it was the middle spread of the playstation magazine in the uk and uh, basically they, they did a mock um, sort of greek orgy to to promote God of War and they, they did it in Greece right so they got all these Greek people you know and and they gave it to some Greeks to arrange and everything but yeah. they went a little bit too far so they had all these scantily clad women covered in blood and and killed a real goat and everything and they had to pull the magazine so they had to actually pull the story and everything it was all over the papers I remember that that was quite a funny one so yeah there's been some crazy promotions this is probably the least yeah. crazy of them all to be honest yeah. That was good. Ah, it got stuck up in a tree. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, now, the next one is potentially connected to this week's play date, possibly. But oh, I yeah. To you, because you are the play date person. But uh, Killzone 3 multiplayer is to go free to play from the 28th this week. What? So basically, you can download, download standalone Killzone 3 uh, multiplayer. And it'll be free yeah. to play, so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to pay for it. It's free. And the well, it's funny. This week's play date coming up is going to be on the PS3, but it's Uncharted Three, not Killzone Three. Oh well, you can see everybody could play this because everyone could download it and play it. Yeah, well, we could do that another time. Well, um, but well, so what they're doing is um, you can upgrade, or it's, it's a bit like the sort of you know when you you have to pay for an online pass. They've done it a bit yeah. like that. So basically, you can play, and I think you can rank up to sergeant or something. But once you get there, that's it. You can carry on playing it, but you won't unlock anything else or rank up. Anything. And then you pay fifteen dollars, and to... then pay fifteen dollars to unlock it. Yeah, if you want. See, I might actually do that because I don't give a damn about the campaign. Yeah, I think that's a really cool, cool. idea. Yeah, I might do this. And also, I mean, could you see this being a way to... Yes. I was going to say, have... I mean, something like Call of Duty wouldn't do, but would you think other games would, you know, release a multiplayer yes. component on its own and single-player... Look at what Valve did with Team Fortress 2. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's just buying loads of shit and people have. <laughs> I'm saying, though... Hats. <laughs> you want a hat? Yeah. Hats. You want a hat? <laughs> Oh, you, want to, you want to buy a useless diamond for a partner and on Valentine's Day for a hundred dollars? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think they've done it really well. I mean, it's totally different, but theirs is working. But yeah, I think this is a kind of a cool idea, and I'll be interested to see how successful it is, and you know whether this will. You know, I mean, for instance, this would have been a, a good way of doing the Uncharted one, wouldn't it? Because I'm the opposite. I'm not bothered about multiplayer, so I'd rather just buy the single-player game on its own for half the amount. No, you can't do that because you're not as cool as the multiplayer people. Do you know what I mean? That Because, I mean, this is a way to... I mean, it's interesting because this is exactly what the... Which which developer was it? I can't remember. But you know when he was talking about the how to reduce the cost of games and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is, and it's potentially happening here, right here. So there you go. So at some point we'll do a play date on that then and uh, yeah. see how that goes. So Soon. That's kind of cool. Right. Um, we need to move on. So that's about it for news. That's the end of that. And uh, yeah, we've got quite a few emails to get through this week. So uh, yeah, let's do those before we wrap up and get the hell out of here. Oh, email. 
Okay. So, uh, first up, uh, we have... This is, like, straight to you, Duke. This is potentially for you personally. Now, I should have forwarded this on to you, and I didn't. I forgot about it. Wait, do it now. Well, I can do it now. Do you want to read it? Actually, let's I'd do like that. i read it. Yeah, just a minute. Let me just uh, forward it on to you. In the meantime, Heavy Evil writes to Twitter, Do the show! I know, yeah. Here we go. I will email it to you now, and, uh, yeah, you can read it. So, email. Email. Forward an email to me! Waiting. I know, sorry. I was just scrolling down to the sender. It's quite a big email, you see, so I had to scroll down to send it. It's a big email. It's quite a big one. So it's coming and winging its way over to you, so I'll leave that one with you to read. Um, I don't know how to read. So do you want to do that, or shall I carry on with the next one while you're just getting that ready? Shall I do that? I'll be ready as soon as it shows up in my inbox. Well, I've sent it. I got it. You ready? Okay, go. Okay, it's from Sean Anderson, and it's the subject is some book recommendations. Hey, guys. Just wanted to thank Duke for the incredibly thoughtful gift he sent me a few months back. I have no idea what this man's talking about. He must be a crazy person. I've been enjoying it immensely. By the way, my tag, 16MMAN, is pronounced 16mm man, not 16MHUMAN. I know, it's pretty much impossible to get right unless I explain it. Not my best idea. I just finished reading an excellent book that I'd like to recommend to you all. It's called Dungeons and Dreamers, The Rise of Computer Gaming Culture from Geek to Chic. And it's a really well-written account of the invention of Dungeons and Dragons and how it influenced the beginnings of computer games and most notably the MMORPG. It also covers gamer communities and psychology and has some incredibly funny and interesting stories. It really opened my eyes to the rich heritage we gamers have. It was written in 2003 and is a little outdated, but still a great read for anyone interested in the history of computer and video games. Another book I'd like to recommend, which I haven't quite finished yet, is Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. It's a story of a messed up future where everyone spends most of their time inside a virtual reality video game. What do you mean future? That's the present! The game's creator dies and leaves a contest hidden inside it. Whoever wins gets ownership of his trillion-dollar company. The contest's puzzles are all based on 1980s trivia, and since anyone on Earth is competing, there's this huge resurgence of 1980s culture. It's pretty spectacular reading, and I pretty much geek out on every page. If you like 1980s pop culture and video games, this is for you. It's also a well-paced, exciting story with believable characters. I kind of have a book crush on it. Smiley face. I've got extra lives on hold in my library. Can't wait to read it. I'm kind of on a video game literature kick, if you can't tell. I'm trying to write a short film centered around gaming, so it's all basically research, but also a lot of fun. Thanks for the weekly audio bliss. 16mman, a.k.a. Sean from Chicago. Cool. So what did you send him? Oh, wait, 16mm man. Um, I sent him my old PS2. Did you? That was nice of you. Eh, don't tell anybody. I have a reputation to maintain. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit late now. <laughs> You've told all the listeners. It's a bit late. Yeah, I know. Don't think this is going to be a habit or anything, people. I just, I remember he said something about, uh, you know, he, you know, his family, he was in school and he was, you know, didn't have a whole lot of money. And, you know, I, I was looking at my, and I had moved the PS3 down in the basement. And I was like, I could keep the PS2 and the PS3 both here. But, you know, I don't even really play the PS2 anymore. I bought it for Eco, and then Eco came out on the PS3. And now I'm like, I don't need the PS2 anymore. So I sent him all the games I had been saving up and stuff. And, um, yeah, he's getting a kick out of it. So, yeah, cheers. 
Oh, cool. Now, that's very nice of you. Yeah. Edit that out. I don't want people knowing I'm a nice guy. No, that's stopping it. Shut up. I didn't say anything, bastard. (laughs) Stop it in. Stop it in. So, the next one uh, was was directed at me, I guess. So, I'll read this one out. Uh, Go ahead. And it's entitled, I Could Care Less About This Email. And it's from C.P. Matthew, of course, otherwise known as Christopher Matthew. And he says this, Greetings, VG. Uh, First, you are correct, Stu. It would be more grammatically correct to say, I could not care less, as you say. If you can care less, then you clearly care, at least a little. I am completely surprised that you would get hung up on a minor detail like that. It's so unlike you. Well, I'm not, I'm not really hung up about it. It was just a sort of, it was just another Americanism thing that I spotted and just wondered if it was me who was saying it wrong. Anyway, second, no need to apologize for being quiet, Duke. I am sure the listeners welcome the change of pace. Whatever. I kid. I kid. Uh, so to the point. Well, I don't really have a point, so deal. Uh, Kingdom Armalore is awesome. Skyrim needs yeah, to is. be, Skyrim needs to be cheaper. It's been yep. out for nearly four months now. Uh, Saints Row the Third DLC needs to be longer. I finished the last one in an hour, which we know because GH also finished it in an hour. Uh, neutrinos do not travel faster than light. Well, that's uh, not according to the 15,000 experiments or whatever the hell they did to see if it did. Uh, someone assembled a component of the experiment wrong. Or perhaps Einstein was actually wrong. But the Templars are conspiring to cover it up because we discover faster than light travel, we will be able to break free of the slowly dying rock that we are currently trapped on. No We're one through the looking glass here, people. No one really knows, do they? Okay, enough bollocks. Later, CP. So there you go. Thank you for that. That's a great email, Milana. But now, I could go on about being caring less or not caring less or whatever it is, but we have got someone who can explain it a little better than I would. Dear Americans... As you know, everyone in Britain knows the Queen, and she's asked me to have a quick word with you on her behalf about her English. Don't worry, this isn't the standard tedious British sneering about lieutenants and aluminum. Essentially, her message is, use it how you like. She doesn't mind. She doesn't mind about the sensible ones, like spelling plough the way it quite obviously should be spelt. But nor does she mind about the silly ones, like saying tidbit, because you think the syllable tit is intrinsically rude. <laughs> tit. leave the you out of colour if it bothers you. I can quite see that the bit of a car you put stuff in looks more like a trunk than a boot, and that sidewalks are the bit at the side that you walk on. Fine, says the Queen. Help yourself. She couldn't care less. She couldn't care less, though. Not she could care less. That's the one thing she'd really like you to stop saying. Because that, as an expression for not or hardly caring, just makes no sense. If you could care less about something, then all you're telling us is that you do care at least a little bit. Because you could care less. But if you couldn't care less... Look, observe this graph. Here's me on the scale of care. He's at the bottom of the graph. Therefore, since negative caring is impossible, or rather is simply caring of another sort, love and hate being different sides of the same coin, etc., etc., I couldn't care less. I could care more, but I couldn't care less. If I could care less, I would have to care at least the smallest possible unit of caring in order to give myself room to care less. I can't care nothing if I could care less. But I might care much more than nothing. I could care anything from here... To here. Now is that 50, now is that 100 million? To be able to care less. 
I could care less is absolutely useless as an indicator of how much you care, because the only thing it rules out is that you don't care at all, which is exactly what you're trying to convey. So that's the one thing I really want. The Queen really wants you to stop saying. Although while I've got you, the expression is, can you hold the fort? Not hold down the fort. If I ask you to hold the fort, the metaphor I'm employing is perfectly clear. You and I are in the fort together, holding out against the enemies of the fort who are besieging the fort. I now have to pop out of the fort for a bit to get some printer toner or take the cat to the vet. While I do this, don't worry about how I'll get past the besieging enemy. I I have a secret tunnel and a false beard. While I do this, I want you to hold the fort so that when I come back, we'll both still have the fort. A perfectly reasonable metaphor embodying a sound military strategy. If I ask you to hold down the fort, what the hell am I talking about? Hold down the fort while I go out, because, as you know, it's an inflatable hover fort. And once relieved of my weight, it might float off into the sky. Hold down the fort, and when I get back, the two of us can tickle the fort. No, meaningless. Stop it. But those are the only two things. Stop doing those, and you can say research and Bernard to your heart's content. Although, herbs? Really? You're French now, are you? With your herbal tea and your herbal remedies? Well, fine. Whatever makes you happy. I could care less. Excellent. See, that, now I couldn't have put it as well as that. Like, yeah, you know what? Look, herbs is fine, okay? And you know what? HD is fine, too. Not HD. You sound like Hasidic Jews when you do that. HD? Uh, HD. Hey, Jaime, <laughs> check out the new television we got. It's in HD. Ha, Mazatov. There you go. <laughs> Who knows? The great right. David Mitchell, everyone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what's funny? I used to get a ride to high school with a guy named Dave Mitchell. He was a scumbag. He stole my girlfriend. Uh, but that was from Tuscan 77 so thanks for posting that in the forums because it made me chuckle yes and if y'all haven't been to the forums anybody listening go to the forums they're awesome I posted a thing about how to install games to your hard drive <laughs> you did? yeah because there's no um, the <laughs> one of the updates made it very hard to post things to the hard drive huh? so I had to you have to log out and then you can do it and is that it's, recently? have you done that recently? Yeah, I was trying to. I tried to install Borderlands, and it just it just kept spinning and spinning, like preparing to install, and then I had to shut it down. And I was like, "What? That was annoying." That's a shame. Yeah. So it turns out I had to look online. It turns out a lot of people are having this problem since one of the recent updates. So you have to log out, and then you can install the game. Go figure. Uh, by the way, just just out of interest, I was just looking at a new post. See if I can see that. Uh, Stu like fifty two says uh, quiz time again. We all love them, except maybe Duke, who has to put them all together. He didn't. We took it in turns. I'll tell you, how short are people's memories? Uh, yeah, but we're the most awesome. That's why people remember them. Well, whatever. But could it be time <laughs> for another quiz, please? Well, we could, we could maybe do that. I did the, spe- the Call of Duty. Enunciate. Enunciate. I did a special Call of Duty one not too long ago, didn't I? For you guys, you know, get to see what knowledge you could remember of Call of Duty. It was good fun, that, but... We can't do them all the time. They just took a long time. Yes. Took a long time to put together. Yes. So, anyway, um, yeah, the, the final email. Do you want to read the final one, Chinny? Go ahead, Chinny. Which one is it? Which uh, one is from it? from final Jason. One. Jason Golliher, our regular contributor to the podcast. War on Toilet Gamers. Ads yeah. for corn, that one. Yeah, that's the one. 
Can I just say these these emails off Jason are getting more and more surreal each week. <laughs> so yeah, carry on. Um, okay. Uh, just a topic for the show. Don't feel like you have to read this crap out loud, Stu. Don't worry, he's Too not. Late. I am. Uh, but either way, I have to contribute to topics for discussion. Here I am again, epic hygiene with a few words for discussion. First of all, I apologise for the musical fart last week. That was uncalled for. And for the much needed, <laughs> much needed use of Sanclip's chin. Um, well... And then there was the close call with barfing in a girl's mouth, corn, and oddly shaped tongue. I truly apologise. Some things are just best kept to oneself. <laughs> yes. But at least... <laughs> but at least... Is it, is it not just me that just didn't understand that then? Okay. No, no, it um, did sort of make sense. Because we had the weird email last week where the girl stuck a tongue in his mouth, didn't she? And oh, he was, right, yeah. yeah. It was quite explicit. I'm trying to get it out of my brain. Yeah. Okay. But at least I got to enjoy grousing out... Uh, grousing out Duke, so it was worth it. Uh, plus, it should be considered a public service announcement that some girls... Do have lizard tongues, <laughs> and usually people. That's true. Usually people have to find out the hard way. I was recently in a public restroom and heard angry birds coming from the pooper. When the guy <laughs> came out, he didn't even wash his hands. I have a huge problem with this because I am uh, a germaphobe. I would never game or phone anywhere poop was hanging out. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know exactly how you go to the bathroom, but I don't know that that's a fair way of describing the <laughs> process know. for most humans. Do you know, even though, right, you know, you know, I'm always up for a poo joke, you know, or a fart joke or whatever, because I find them kind of amusing because I'm a child at heart. But even I'm a bit gross. Yeah, even I'm Just a bit. The idea that it's hanging, I think, is Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, he only spends at least 2% of the time hanging. Right, anyway. <laughs> So I ask you, should people game on the toilets or talk on the phone there as well? The answer is no, right? So, I, I well, do, but that's what people do. Yeah, I sometimes do. Look, it's not as though I'm playing with my butt. I'm I'm using my hands, which are nowhere near the nastiness. Yeah, but what, what if you forgot that it was in your hand and you went to I was going to forget that it's in my hand. What do you, that's like the same thing with don't read a book when you're using the bathroom because you might throw the book in the toilet. And it was smearing poo all over the screen. No, of your that's feet. not going to happen. <laughs> Stu asked about me forgetting that I'm holding the iPod. The Duchess is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> don't, don't even get me started on corn and throw up in people's and mouths. With a, an iPhone wedged I know, that, Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you made sure you made her leave the room. Good. Right. Go, Stu. <laughs> and then you have to have you search, surgically removed from your asshole. All right, moving on. I um, <laughs> I, I I use my phone on the toilet, and then when it's when it's time for cleaning up business, I put the phone down. <laughs> Duh. Get all that sorted, and then put the phone away up. when you need to take and care of other things. That's just true just, about life. When you're driving, it, don't use the phone. At the start of the whole process. You don't really touch anything nasty, you know? Uh, so you're okay to touch the phone. <laughs> oh, God. Then, Unless you're listening to this podcast, in which case you're listening to something nasty. Most, no, no offense, right? And we're going to get a bit personal here about bowel movements, etc., right? <sighs> but I go in, right? Takes me a minute to have a poo, finish, get out of there, and I'm done. I haven't got time to yeah. play games. I no, I don't play games, but I'm talking about phone. Like, I, I'm, I'm a very quick in and out bang, yeah. like, like, 
the business is done. I don't say that. It depends on like what's going on in the okay, let me ask, area. Okay, I need to ask you this, Chini Rack. No, you do not need to ask me this. <laughs> what? What? Cannot wait till you've finished if you're so quick that you have to... I'm just saying, sometimes there's there's a little bit of a wait, and sometimes I'll read, sometimes I'll do some words with friends, like just one quick move on that. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. It's not like I'm starting up, you know, Mass Effect or something. I'm going to mine some planets. No, I'm fine with that, but no, Chichini, though, right? He's saying he's quick, you know, in and out, and he doesn't have time to play games, but he will use his phone. But what cannot wait till you finish your poo that you have to do it while you you know. As you know, Stu, I'm not the best at kind of replying to people, right? So I use toilet time as a kind of let's get rid of like texting that I need to do because I always forget to do it. Toilet, toilet, toilet time. So it's like it's like the the, the one moment I get to go. Oh yeah, I should reply to those texts that I got. Oh my god, jeez, that's so funny. Oh, oh dear, dear. Anyway. So Man. anyway, yeah. Sorry, we were reading an email. Uh, the answer is now, Rose. I once heard a guy asking his wife what was for dinner while he was taking care of his business. Duke, what do you want to bet? She told him corn. Now, uh, now the funny thing about corn is I don't know whether you're aware of this. You may be aware of this, uh, but you can't digest corn. Your body can't break it down. Did yeah, you know this? So that. yeah, that's stuck in your poos as you're doing them, isn't it? I guess. Uh, <laughs> wow this is exactly okay. why people tune in you know, this is a true story right K-Sister <clears throat> did a truck once piece of- nobody wants to hear about your she wife's had- sister's poo she had-, she had a piece of cord in the knickers after a trump god <laughs> nasty people I don't know what to do like, I've tried everything I can think of long ago we established that this buzzer was going to be chinny in my way to move Stu on to the next topic I've been pressing it for the last two minutes straight nothing okay. you do all of your best defenses stop working okay okay okay, okay. so is there um, more to this email? Yes. Yeah. My, oh, my, my, my little brother, I'm trying, my little brother called me the other day. I heard an echo, never u- using his iPhone again. Anyway, this also leads me to give a shout out to all those flushers, hand washers, and the guys that just, uh, that just don't pee on the seat. I commend you. If I go to piss and someone before me has done it all over the seat... I kick the seat up so the other person behind me doesn't think that I did it. Then, at the end of the day, I take off all my shoes before I walk in my house. Am I a freak? So what he's saying is, right, I'm, I'm just trying to understand this. So if he goes to a public toilet, right, Yeah. he wouldn't walk in his house with his shoes on. So does he normally walk in his house no. with his shoes on? Is that a normal thing? I'm getting the impression he takes them off if he's been to a public toilet. What he's saying is, if, there's, if he gets to a toilet and he thinks that... There's a chance that the person before him has pissed all over the floor. He before when he goes to his house, he'll take his shoes off before he even walks in his house. Yeah, he has piss on his shoes. Yeah, I get in that. Mm. Uh, so I don't think he's a freak. He might be a little bit kind of yeah, uh, OCD ish. A little bit, but I can see yeah. his point. And also, uh, this is the email. Now. Also, when you have an emergency and spray paint the back. Oh God. The wall of the ba- so, bathroom. Okay, so that's a uh, pebble should, dash thing. I'm guessing. Yeah, when you pebble dash the toilet, yeah, you should probably go see a doctor and never go in a public again. Not crap in a public place again. I mean, walk into a public environment. 
uh, you should be banned from the world to dwell in your own spray. Listen, sometimes it has to be done, uh, Jason. I'm not someone who uses many public toilets, but sometimes I've had instances where I've had to because um, I couldn't help it. Anyway, uh, indie game, we should have just probably just skip that whole disgusting paragraph. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Jason. Uh, but he goes on to say, indie game this week, as usual, they are shit. Uh, there were even a few that I swore I saw called in. Uh, better look next week. Take care, guys. Wash your hands. And if you do game or phone on the John, next time you hold that phone up to your mouth, give it a real big kiss for me. Peace and SSX demo rocks. Yes, it does. Uh, but it's good to end with something I can agree with. I've got to say, keep the emails coming because they're f- so funny. They're great. We like those. Less discussion about scatological humor there. Yeah, very funny. So thank you very much for that, Jason. That was a great email, I guess. And, you know, in a weird sort of <laughs> it way. <was> an email. <laughs> it was definitely an email. So um, on that note, it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So we will come to uh, Chinny first. Yeah. I, know, I, I had one. All right, we'll come to Duke first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got two new members on the site. I don't know when this first person signed up, but it's probably a while ago, and I just forgot to look at this list last time. Jet Wilbury one and Ninja Fox, welcome to the website. Hooray, forums people, new people on the forums. Um, shout out to everybody who came to the play. Play date, that's the word, play date, uh, last week with Battlefield 3, and the next play date's going to be Sunday, March 4th, or the 4th of March, as you people say, uh, at 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. US Eastern time, uh, Uncharted 3 is the game, and I got it from Gamefly, so I'll be playing it, and uh, hopefully there won't be too much bullet sponginess, and uh, yeah, come on by, people, on your PS triple, because uh, it'll be fun. The PS triple. I ain't talking about that week. And shout out also to, uh, let's see, I thought I had people on my Xbox thing that I needed to shout out. Hang on a second while I look. Enunciate, do you know what that means? It's not, it has nothing to do with physical contact. <laughs> I never get tired of that. Here, wait, messages. Here we go. I got it. You ready? Yeah, Here we're ready. Is. Okay, uh, Step J, uh, he just said, I just listened to the show, I'm about halfway through on the subject of missing game mechanics in KOA. I played the whole of Mass Effect 2 without any powers and didn't realize you could rotate the planets whilst mining. Dope! Nice one, Step J. Uh, Hell Patrol wanted to play Modern Warfare 3, we'll do that soon, I gotta get it because I sold it. Uh, Link Stu couldn't make it for the play date, he said he was going to be on at 2200. Corruption, 249, I need to figure out what your Reddit name is so I can tell you this podcast is going up. And then, for some reason, GH Rocker sent me something uh, under a different name, Reggie Macy C, saying, level 66, wink. I don't know why he's saying me level 66, wink, and why he's not using his real gamer tag. And what the heck, GH Rocker, come on. Is that your level on the Skyrim now? No, I don't know what my level... No, my level on Skyrim on the PS3 is like 20-something. No, what is it on 360, though? What did you get to? I, I don't know. 55 or something? I don't no, know. so it's close, but no, it obviously isn't that, though, is it? I don't know. Maybe he is level 66 in Skyrim, but why would he suddenly just for no reason send me his level on Skyrim with a wink? I don't think he's playing Skyrim. Well, he what's doesn't... he playing, and why is he telling me this? I don't know. I don't you know, know what he's playing. context, GH Rocker. God, not all of us have this hive oh. mind that young people use it when they're be. sending their text messages. He is playing a ton of um, Fallout New Vegas, isn't he? The wink will make it clear what I mean. Yeah. Well, it wink. could be Fallout New Vegas' level on that, maybe. 
Maybe. So maybe that. I'll have to clarify next week. That's 30 is the cap on the... Come on, Stu! Yeah, clarify. I don't know. Clarify. You need to tell us what it is. Today. Yeah, clarify. Um, well, I'll do mine while Chini's still getting prepared. I've got one. I'll go on then. Go I can't remember if I did mine last week. I don't know. How carry on. Communicate with anybody? Go on, you carry uh, on. Go. As you know, I like the YouTubes, right? Um, I enjoy them. And there's a guy on there called Ego Raptor. Did I shout this guy out last week? I don't remember. Um, may have done. I remember you saying something, maybe. Anyway, Ego Raptor, I've since discovered, is on the TV show. Um, what do they call it? The Tester. Downton Abbey. Oh, the tester. You know the tester, that American TV show where basically it's like a reality show and, and at the end you get to be in a tester in the games industry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's on it now. That's it. That's it. It's on the P- You can download it on the PS3, I think, can't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Ego Raptor, who's a very good drawer and uh, animator and funny, he makes funny videos, he's on the tester. The way I found out, I was listening to the, one of the RGM podcasts and it, they brought him up. I was like, oh, I love that guy. And he's on, he's on the tester now. So uh, I want to share. Make sure you check out Ego Raptor's videos. They're very funny. Um, and that's it, really. Oh, cool. Uh, well, I also want to apologize to Sean Anderson that I haven't watched his videos yet. I keep saying I'm going to, and I will. But I got all these papers to grade. Well, I'd like to uh, just thank everyone who tweets us and sends us messages on Facebook and, right. you know, listens to the show and, and, and sends us. On the Facebook. <laughs> You know, and takes time to send us emails every week and iTunes reviews and puts them up for us and all that kind of stuff because it makes it all worthwhile for us to do it. So keep them coming, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. Uh, I'd like to thank um, Essel Heitch and along with, obviously, Phil Fee and also Quidgibo Jones for playing uh, Hero Academy with me, and I cannot stop playing that game. It's so good. Uh, so thank you to all you guys. And, uh, yeah, I'm still beating Phil Fee, but he did take a game off me this week, so he, he beat me for the first time out of about six games. So, uh, yeah. That's two. Yeah, it was good. It was good. They were good. The games are getting better and longer and more interesting, so I'm enjoying all of those. Um, yeah, Quidgibo, we had a, a mammoth game, like I say, so thank you for that. And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. So thank you for all those people for doing that. And also, uh, SL Heights put a message in the shout box for you, Chini. He said, listen to the podcast early. Sorry to Chini for missing the wonderful YouTube channel off my iTunes review. So there you go. That was a bit of a, an addition to our iTunes review. So she's saying thanks for all the YouTube videos. Uh, and I think that's a really... Yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Ginny, for doing that. There you go. And yeah. I, think, I think that's about it. So on that note, we need to get the hell out of here. So uh, bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. words coming out of his mouth. Am I right? There's no... There's, there, there's fists coming out. Do you see what it sounds like? Just tell me if it's a noun.
a verb. Just give me, give me something to work with here. Write it on a piece of paper. I don't, I can't understand what you're saying. So, um, Eurogamer tickets are available then. Uh, yeah. If you want this in live uh, experience, people, go check it out at Eurogamer. You'll have poo discussions, yep. and fart jokes coming out of your ears. Now, I've got to say, uh, Bongo the same. These are people who've confirmed they're going to be going this year already. Right. So, it's, it's, this was on the 22nd of Feb. Uh, and the tickets, I think, uh, is for the 24th to the 27th of September, isn't it, this year? Uh, but yeah, Bongo the Sane has already booked his flights and hotel and got his tickets already. So That's hardcore, man. He's done all that. Uh, Chris MJW said he's going to be getting a weekend ticket as well, so he'll be there as well. Um, Step J is trying to get a few friends interested to go in this year. Can't wait. So he's going to be coming along. And, uh, yeah, who else is coming? Uh, Essel Hatch said she would love to come, but she's going to be sleeping beside a Mexican pool, sunbathing, so she's not going to be coming. Uh, Woody. of excuses. Yeah, though. I know. Who knows? Uh, Woody says he's coming, not getting the tickets yet, and we'll probably just go down for the Saturday, but he's going to be there. Uh, the likely lad will once again be attending Saturday and Sunday, so both days for him. Um, Nick Nitrous said he would love to come, but unfortunately he can't because he's got a baby due. At the same time, but come on, man, get what your kind of yeah, get your priorities right, man. What's the matter with you guys? And then Stu Leck, obviously over in Canada, said he would love to come, but obviously, you know, he's not really going to be coming because he ain't going to be flying over for two days in London at Eurogamer. But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, and Chini and I will hopefully be down. Well, we will be there. Well, we, there's no doubt about that. So we'll be there as well. So I thought I'd just mention that at the end of the show for anyone who's listening. So if you want to get your tickets and we'll, I think we need to get a bit more organized for a meetup afterwards this year, though. Get a few I people think so. Yeah. I think like, find out we need to um, meet somewhere before and after, like, or yeah. during and after. Like, so to meet up in the, in the place at a certain point and then... Afterwards, because everybody will split up and play games, and then afterwards, like, meet up in a pub or something. Yeah, I think we need to get a bit more together this time and get that should, Yeah, we should find out what uh, everybody else is doing. <sighs> yeah. So I thought I'd give that a, a quick mention, and thanks to Bongo for uh, posting it, because I didn't realise they were out just yet. Uh, so thank you for that. So there you go. Uh, yeah, we really are going now, aren't we? So, That's uh, it. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Done. Really, this is it. Stop listening now.